You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. I saw that recently. I only doggy paddle. Princess Bride? Uh, I thought of that recently. We'll, we'll basically the same. We'll, we'll right. get into I gotta this, do this. The, uh, the, uh, okay. the Inwood was showing that on their, one of their midnight screens. Do they still do that? Yeah, they, they do it every weekend. Interesting. Yeah. I used to go every time they showed The Crow or Army of Darkness. <laughs> I would go to either of those two. They listed their next like 10 showings. It was really I'm sure really Rocky good. Horror Picture Show is going to be one that of them. That was one of them. Yeah. I was well, like, it's coming up to be October. <laughs> <laughs> oh, coming soon to an episode of the ending. No, page. I'm not watching that movie again. What? I hate that movie. You so watched much. Unbreakable again, but you wouldn't watch yeah, I would Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show doesn't have Bruce Willis. That is true. I wouldn't yeah. watch No, I know. It's got uh, Tim Curry. Susan Sarandon. Susan Even Sar- better. Sarandon. <laughs> Don't you love it? Like, there's different pronunciations. <laughs> like people that say Matthew Sarandon. McConaughey. McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, all of a sudden, or Carnegie Isla Hall. Fisher. <laughs> Let's just make a list of Jury's all the names out on I that get That's wrong. just because we don't know whether it's Isla or Isla. Isla, La Isla. Isla Bonita. Nublar. Isla, Isla Nublar. Fisher. Joe would have, just have to do an Island of Five Deaths. <laughs> That's what he says. Well, you and uh, Colin Trevorrow? Trevorrow. Trevorrow, yeah. yeah. Trevorrow, I didn't know Whatever. that. Whatever. Uh, so just got to interview. <laughs> That's what he told you. What if someone slash... called you like Joel... Burnson. Well, what if I just went around to different cities and, and pronounced my last name differently? Wow, that that would be a good idea. It's Bernstein. I think <laughs> Bernstein. You and I have the same last name. I think plenty of people have done that for us throughout our life. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bernstein. We're the Bernstein Bears. <laughs> yeah. So usually I ask Joel at this point, I ask him, what's he been doing? How was his weekend and stuff? Well, uh, I've been wanting to ask. I don't care about what's happening with you, Joel. <laughs> There's a new Bernstein in the middle in of town, talking, huh? And uh, I was talking to this fine gentleman over this here. This will be fun. Lauren Burnson, <laughs> how you doing, buddy? Doing great, thanks. It's been a while since you've been on the show. AKA yeah. The miss- Listen, I am talking <laughs> to Lauren Burnson right this now. This is my podcast, too. <laughs> We're so, in his home. So. I'm just, I'm just, whatever. All Actual, we have to do. I mean, the studio. Listen, listen We're in the studio. Don't say anything, Lauren, but we could totally off him <laughs> and you could take his place. Nobody would ever know. No one would know. Except like suddenly Except be for, like, Joel, you're so much taller now. Like, what, what <laughs> Your voice is lower. Frequent bursts of laughter that yeah no no that's pretty <laughs> much the same that, as well that's that's pretty much the same no uh wh- okay what, what's been going on with you guys what's happening what's zeppening i had been wanting to ask what the last movie you saw in theaters because i know you're not you're not a frequent movie goer not anymore mm-hmm. which is weird for me but that's something that's changed in recent years uh if i go to the theater now I, maybe i see a new movie or maybe i see an older movie like the princess bride yeah, you know, yeah. Or, thanks alamo yeah, exactly. Well, or the Inwood, yeah, mm-hmm. in this case. Jeez. It's nice to go see something that you know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what you're in for. Well, or if you see something with a friend. Like last summer I went, or last fall, late end of the summer, I went with Angela Oliveris oh, yeah. to see a... Name dropper. Jeez. <laughs> Someone from our hometown. Which, you've, which you know the name of the home. You feel like, home I feel town. like you should know everybody from Beagle, Texas by now. Um, we saw the theater, two screens. Town. We saw a horror movie called... Don't breathe, troll. Oh, and that was a that was a first run movie. I heard that was actually really good. It was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah it's got um, the bad she, guy from Avatar in it who was going to play Cable, who's not playing Cable. He's not playing Cable Josh anymore. Brolin. Josh Brolin is. Uh, I've heard of that. I haven't seen it. 
I have not. It was, seen, isn't it was he, like, good to blind see or something. Yeah, yeah. And like, these the kids try gimmick. to break into his house, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's you know, it's a gimmicky horror movie. I don't normally see horror movies, but it was just kind of a let's go see a movie. What's playing? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I don't want to wait for that one. What's what else is playing? Sure. Okay, let's go see this one. Sure. So and it was that concept, cool. Lauren, is so foreign to me that people would just like wander into a movie theater. I know. Now, now and like, I, I oh, that. what's playing? What time is it? What starts in fifteen minutes? Let's go see that. <laughs> let's just go like, see a movie. For me, it's like no, that's appointment viewing. I've got to get the tickets ahead of well, time. I got to make sure I get the seats in the middle. Especially nowadays, when there's usually a, a new movie is playing on about five screens. Um. But this one was just in it. We hadn't seen each other in a while. Mm-hmm. And let's do something. Let's go have dinner. Let's go have <laughs> Look, a movie. We haven't seen each other in a while. We have a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> let's go to a movie. <laughs> sit in a dark theater. <laughs> let's go sit in a dark theater not where talk. we do not have to look or talk to each other. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Ideal. Yeah. And then like you leave the theater. It's like, good time catching up. Yeah. It was good catching up with you. <laughs> yeah. So Angela, Lauren doesn't care about you. Who doesn't care? I don't know why you hate Angela so much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the return of the tables have turned. Uh, I was wondering if that was going to make a return. Dude, oh, you know. guys, I saw Ice Cube at Seven Eleven. I saw your post on that about Facebook. <laughs> yeah, what was it's that? So weird. So I guess like this past weekend there was this three on three basketball tournament thing. There's a, a league so called the, There's a league called the Big Three that he's one of the owners of, hmm. and it's got a bunch of like some some. Uh, current players and some classic players and stuff. Some Hall of Famers are going to be are part of this league, right. uh, and it's this thing that he owns. And it was they had a game on Sunday, and I guess they got into town on Friday. And so me and my buddy, you know, I go into work, and sometimes we'll walk down to the Seven Eleven. And this was one of those mornings where Jay and Silent Bob decided to go down to the Quick Stop. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and so we go down there, and I, I check out first, and I start to walk to the door while my buddy's checking out, and I see these Escalades drive up. People get out and they drive Again, off. And I'm like, I so wonder cliche. who those people are. And I'm looking, I'm like, fuck, that's fucking Ice Cube. So very smoothly. Of course. I turn around and go, Taylor, Ice Cube's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, what? And like everyone in the 7-Eleven suddenly is like hyper aware of, of Ice Cube outside. And he... All they, their heads turn in unison. They, they all turn, but like the doors open. Here comes Ice Cube and his entourage. And everybody's doing that thing where no one's saying anything. Nobody wants to, yeah. No one wants to break the silence, but they're all like looking at him through the corner of their eye. Uh, Not awkward at all. Yeah, no. yeah. So, uh, so yeah. And then me and my buddy hung out outside for a little while mm-hmm. because we we're like, well, why don't we just ask him for a photo? See if he's got time. Do you mind taking a photo with us? What's the worst it's, that can what's happen? What's the worst right? that can happen? He'll say no, or someone will shoot so, you. So, wasn't that the name of a movie said, he was in? What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> or are we there yet? Uh, so we wait, and we're waiting for a little bit. Like, these guys cannot decide what the fuck they want from 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, God. So really? meanwhile, like, everybody else who has checked out after us is now milling around outside of the 7-Eleven. And I'm like, this is going to be, this is horrible. Now they're not going to want to do anything because too many people are right. hanging out. But we're, we sit there, and we wait, and suddenly he comes to the door. Everyone has phones in their hands. Uh-oh. And he comes out, he, he's walking out the door, looks right at me, and I manage to go... What's up, man? <laughs> and he goes, hey. And then just keeps walking. Uh, he talked <laughs> and to they you. Get, they get in their Escalades and drive 40 feet to the W Hotel that's right across the street. That's a baller move, man. Meanwhile, my buddy looks at me and he goes, the fuck, man? You totally pussied out. You didn't even ask him for a photo. I was like, I pussied the fuck out. You didn't fucking say anything. At least I fucking said Nobody something. Nobody tried to snap a photo no at one, all in this no entire one mile? No else said a goddamn thing. Wow. That's, and, that's and a power I move. I was the one that was like, you fucking pussy. <laughs> and you know, it's hard enough because I am sitting there and on the inside I'm going, 
I'm such a fucking pussy. He's intimidating. Why man? didn't I ask him? I've He's talked probably with Stephen not King. I've had pictures taken with Stephen King, right. with Tom Cruise. You know, I've I've spoken with people who are actual like artists and real celebrities and not Ice Cube. Oh. But like I'm sitting there going, I can't I why can't I ask him? And I feel like and I don't want this to sound like some kind of evil thing. I want it to seem truth though. Mm-hmm. Like, is this some kind of deep-seated subconscious I don't want to use the term racism really reverse though there's a group of scary 10 scary looking black men Mm -hmm. and here I am little short fucking pudgy white boy pasty white boy like is there something about me like I'm obviously intimidated to ask this man for a picture yeah or maybe he's I mean he's famous I know who he is, but I don't really have a connection to him. So mm-hmm. if I saw him, be like, "Oh, hey, cool, that dude." It's that, yeah. that dude. It's that dude. From so the, maybe that's the way you from the Bud Ice commercial. That one guy. Well, and you <laughs> you started off with I saw Ice Cube at Seven Eleven, and part of me wanted to say, from Law and Order. Well, no shit. I, I say Ice Cubes at Seven Eleven all the time. <laughs> My buddy Matthew, who used how they to be, get the slurping machine. Uh, Matthew, who used to be on the most valuable podcast, mm-hmm. wrote he responded to it on Facebook, and he was like, "You should have handed him a, a glass of room temperature water and said do something with this." <laughs> I was like, "God damn it!" Never that's heard great. that one before, though. That's really good. Well, that's the thing, though. It's the entourage that he's traveling with it's intimidating that, that could be it like Tom Cruise doesn't travel with 10 other 4 foot 6 white guys right especially if they're, maybe they're putting their arms up like <laughs> if, he did, if he did they would definitely be shorter than him they would yeah. have to be 4 I foot I went 4 six. foot 6 yeah, <laughs> I, I caught it thank you, thank you. I, caught, I, was, I was playing to the back of the room <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of what's happened wow. here. Well, know? that's much more exciting than anything that happened in my life, and I'm just going to speak for Lauren and assume yes, right? Have you seen I, any celebrities? I in the have last not 10 seen. Days? People ask uh, uh, on the on the job. They're like, uh, "So, well, who's the most famous person you've ever drawn?" I'm like, "Local, no offense, local radio celebrity. <laughs> you probably won't know." And they're like, that's "True." Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> well, he's going to be drawing my daughter coming up this weekend. Yes, got yeah, to Harper's have, and her friends. Apparently, we've asked Joel. Uh, Joel, we've asked Lauren. Uh, Get used to it, if folks. We could, if we could hire him for his services, so yeah, if you're coming out to Harper's second birthday party. <laughs> You might get yourself a Lauren Burnson caricature piece. I like, like it's a public event. Yeah, it's just like, come on down. We're going to be giving out uh, koozies and t-shirts. Ice Cube's going to be there. <laughs> We're going to have call-ins from Ice Cube and some dr- prize drawings. If you want to go see Lincoln Park, we've still got tickets. Oh, for too soon. Oh, dude, yeah. we had it on the schedule. We were going to give away Lincoln Park tickets next we, week. We had tickets as well. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Thanks, Chester. Oh, come on. I know, I know. It's hard. Look, dude. Wait a minute. Is it too soon? <laughs> Is it too way to die? We have to, way to die, wow. man. You have to laugh or you'll cry, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. Fa- Strong, crawling man. through my shit. Speaking of laughing and crying, no, uh, I'm not ready yet. So <laughs> you, you know, I'm just going to cut this part out, Chuck. <laughs> you can preamble all you want, but the first words you're going to hear on the podcast, the first, first words going to be, "It's the editing it's the bay. bay on the Next Wave Radio Network." My name's Joe. Mine's Joel, and this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies, sometimes they're bad movies. No matter what the case. We will watch a movie every week and then come back here and talk about it uh, with each other and with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners. And sometimes we're lucky and we have a guest. And uh, again, like to welcome to Joel's uh, den, uh, <laughs> Lauren Burnson, Hi. who picked this movie. No. Well, you picked this listen, one, right? No, this, 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 this was a joint his... effort. You, you and I, lie. I didn't lie. There's some truth to this. <laughs> it's, there's truthiness. We, uh, I, I've been texting him because I wanted to get him on the podcast. It's been a while. The last time we did it was, what, Batman Forever, right? Mm-hmm. Back in uh, yeah. 2016. Back yeah. when we were in the apartment still. That's right. Yeah. I missed that apartment. 
and uh, the location. I missed the location. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, knew we wanted to get him back on. I was like, all right, well, what's up? You know, we did we did a comic book thing last time. We could do Transformers because I know you're, you're you're a fan of those. But I really wanted to find something that I thought we would at least one of us in this trio would disagree with, mm-hmm. or you know, the, some some uh, fodder for conversation. Uh, and I remember Lauren. Do you remember the first time we saw this? We saw this movie as a family. I was, but I was away at college at the time. Oh, you were the one so, who didn't see it. Oh, we saw it without you. Well, great. Yeah, but it's a good story. The way this came about was um, it came from an over-the-phone conversation with uh, with our mom. And she, Mom, the way she would recommend a movie, said, she would say, do yourself a favor and see this movie. This oh, is, nice. So, so, I'm, uh, so I was away in San Marcos at the time, and ah. I might have even seen it at the dollar. Could have swore you were there. But I remember seeing it, and I just I remember seeing it. Joel's and... like, no, everyone was there. <laughs> we had big parties. Everyone was there. <laughs> Folks like Bob Seger, Dennis Sonny Hopper, and Sonny and Cher. <laughs> but I, I just remember coming with a high recommendation and leaving thinking, okay. Well, yeah. maybe it got built up a little bit for you. And not yeah. to be blamed, because it wasn't just our mom. It was it was everybody. The Oscars. It was all the reviews. Everybody was It a, was a big movie of the a time. A Twitter about Forrest Gump. It was a huge movie Before Twitter. Cool. Yeah. Well, guys, that was uh... <laughs> no. But what I was going to say was Forrest Gump episode. So, <laughs> so I, I remember seeing it with the rest of the family, and we were all just like, "Oh, how great! You laughed, you cried. It was everything you wanted in a film." Um, and then, yeah, hearing from you, I guess when weeks later, when you finally saw it, and was just ready to kind of, you know, commiserate and be like, "Hey, what was your favorite part of Forrest Gump?" And just like throwing a tennis ball against a wet curtain. Lauren was like, nothing. "This movie was bullshit." <laughs> I that think it was whole a bit where Gary Oldman tried to frame <laughs> Kevin Bacon for murdering somebody. <laughs> what? What well, the fuck you did? You went to the wrong film. And listening to last week's episode, and at the end, I was when you you were building this up, and I was remembering that. Yeah, I was a bit my late high school, early college years. I was a little bit more I was more vocal if I didn't like something and I'd feel like I'd have to shit on somebody's parade. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't like it. So right. there, you know. Yeah. We all now I, Joe still has that, actually. Yeah, that's what I do with him. Listen to our Unbreakable <laughs> episode from <laughs> yeah. a few well, weeks we, ago. Listen, I don't like it because you do. <laughs> that's why I like it. But you'll be happy to know, Joe, uh, Lauren shares your sentiment yeah, about cause that. Yeah, because it's a shitty movie. Film. I'm sorry. It's a Oh, Unbreakable? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly don't remember it very well. That's, I only see, saw it once. See, that's how great it is <laughs> that Lauren Burnson doesn't remember it. Well, uh, speaking of which, actually, if I can uh, no, diverge. No, Lauren, do you have anything Forrest else you'd Gump? like to say? About Unbreakable? Yes. <laughs> yes, please. I will go, talk. Go I will do a whole other episode. Go, go ahead. Unbreakable. Uh, saw Split recently, the yeah. unofficial sequel to uh, <laughs> With the bit at the end in the, in the diner. Yeah. Uh, did you see it? What was that guy's name again? Mr. Glass. Little little ham handed. Oh, but uh <laughs> yeah, setting up. Yeah, so Split it, is in the same universe. No one would have remembered him. We'll see. This no is almost like a generation him. later now. So yeah. but someone the, but, might go, Mommy, that's that movie that you liked when you were <laughs> about <teenager."> Unbreakable? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it might be close to two generations <laughs> removed. Yeah. Two thousand and one, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah. I was I was Space in Odyssey. Orlando at the time, so it's been that long. But it, did you see Split, Joe? No. Okay. No, I just looked up that scene. You're on preemptively YouTube. shitting on it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't, look, man. It's, it's, I, I'm sure it's great. 
Uh, I'm sure it it's is wonderful. It is very well done. I think you. If it, it's got to be at least as good as the last Airbender. <laughs> as an actor, Joe, I think you would at least appreciate the James McAvoy. James McAvoy turn in being this. a different personality. Twenty three, to be exact. Yeah, exactly. Wow, like Dr Pepper. <laughs> Twenty three flavors, and, and he changes personalities at ten o'clock, two o'clock, and four o'clock. That's how that works. Is that really like? Are you bullshitting me right now? Or no, no, I'm fucking bullshit. Oh, I was like. <laughs> That was is the old that Doctor... the whole secret of this movie. The that was the old Doctor Pepper. Certain uh, times. That was the uh, the tagline for Doctor Pepper. Lauren, do you remember this? Ten o'clock, two o'clock, four o'clock. Wow, podcast listeners. Hopefully, some of you got that joke out there in your. For God's sake, somebody recognize. So, guys, we Back watched uh, Forest Gump. Yeah, we haven't even said the name of the title. <laughs> the title it's in the podcast. People, Forest Gump. Robert Zemeckis's Forest Gump. Um, Oscar winning. That I think a lot of people accredited this movie to Spielberg for a long time. That happens all the time. That happens with uh, Star Back Wars. To the future. Just any Spielberg. Well, Spielberg was, a, was a producer on that one, but I don't think he had anything to do with this one. No. 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 Nope. Nor sure did he have didn't. anything to do with Star Wars. So. Um, yes. Except he did. Except. He, direct, he directed part of episode three. I believe no, you're right. There's no. There, how how there's can you substantiate this? There's, there's a special feature. I used to have all oh. the. Uh, there's a special feature on the episode three DVD, the original oh. one. Where yeah, George Lucas is uh, talking to the guys. Yeah, we've got a we've got a guest director here or, or a storyboard artist, and uh, it's Spielberg. And he he does. I think yeah, he actually says, "Wow, yeah, yeah this guy's really good." Uh, <laughs> and, and it's Spielberg. <laughs> so oh, interesting. All right. Yeah. So there is. It some is evidence. interesting. It is. It, literally it is literally interesting. interesting. So Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. This came out in what 1994. 1994. Mm. Oscar winner for best picture, best <laughs> director, <laughs> best actor. <laughs> Best score, yeah, probably best supporting actress, right? It was like eleven nominations for for Sally Field, uh, probably ooh. for Robin Wright. She she wouldn't qualify as a supporting actress though. What? She's, Why not? Because she is the the lead actress. In well, there's the only one lead in this film, and it's the titular character. Well, on IMDb, I don't like the way IMDb is laid out nowadays because it's very confusing. Uh, if you go through the cast list, it'll list. Supporting characters who are more famous now, yeah. but not oh, but not, not, not at the yeah, time. I want to know who was billed yeah. at the time, right? So Sally Field is toward the top. Robin White's actually way down, hmm. and the guy Robin who plays right. Buttercup, yes, <laughs> yeah, is or David Dunn's uh, wife from Unbreakable. Yes. Watching, uh, yep, Princess yes. Bride. It says and introducing Robin. 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 Oh, was that her first film? Yeah, that was her first movie. Oh man. My love for you, <laughs> storybook story. Have you like? I actually took the time recently uh, to listen to that song and really listen to the lyrics, and it's horrible. Yeah, it's well, a really right off the bat, song. storybook story. Yeah, like story that's why it's story. only Redundant. played uh, at the end of that movie. It, well, it's only that's played it. in instrumental versions throughout the movie. Right. Yeah. It was, and it's a much better instrumental. Guide my sword, uh-huh. Father. Guide my sword. Um, all right, but talking about Forrest Gump. Oh, there was your Jean-Claude Van Damme there for a second. <laughs> Troopers. So we're going to talk about Forrest Gump, a movie I was supposed to star in. What? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm being Jean-Claude Van Damme. I would Van believe Damme. that. That'd be, you know what? I'm going to do a whole episode of the podcast where I'm Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Claude, and, I, and I won't even acknowledge it. You'd be just Jeff be like, Goldblum. editing babe. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and John. <laughs> it would be another. Next uh, week on the editing. Another actor affecting a silly voice in this movie. So. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, so, so you, do you think it was silly? Very the, much the so. accent that Tom Cru- Tom Cruise Tom Hanks Th- is Tom doing. Well, yes. the first time again, twenty three years ago, I didn't. I was indifferent to it. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. If this touches you, fine. It doesn't do anything for me. Now I'm thinking, oh my god, 
this is kind of ridiculous. It's 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 a little painful. I agree with you. Having watched this again, but finally, is it just because it's a little painful? We've seen Tom Hanks in so many other things. We know nope. what his actual voice no, is. No, no, I think it's as, it's over as the society top. as we have matured and become more sensitive as a society. That is a offensive voice that Tom Hanks is affecting. Well, it's not subtle. Mm-hmm. True. It's 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 imaginary. Nobody talks like this. No. So he's like he's mentally slow. Uh, Lauren, I and just and he's, and he's from, from the, the south, south and. He doesn't sound like either one of those things. Uh, I beg to differ. I, I have met people who, who have thick accents like this. So I, I don't think I don't think nobody talks like this. I just think Tom Hanks doesn't talk like this. Fair enough. And I think it's hard to imagine that somebody who does talk and think as is displayed in this movie achieves what he has achieved in this film. And I'm not saying that you can't achieve when you have a disability. Right. Uh, but I'm just saying that, like the way that he is presented, the way through the young child actor, and then through Tom Hanks, he seems. And I feel like I'm riding a really fine line here right now. Mm-hmm. People who have disabilities aren't pathetic, but he was pathetic. Like for for a good a good quarter of this movie, the Forrest Gump character was kind of pathetic, and well, he went beyond sympathetic to just like. I, I can't I can't get with you right now. I exactly. don't understand I don't understand how I'm supposed to sympathize with you and go on this journey because with you. Because he's just a hapless soul. He has no Honestly, malice in his heart. The re, the people like Forrest Gump are the reason why I can't stand standing in line anywhere because I don't want to strike up a fucking conversation. Oh, I thought that too. <laughs> As he's sitting on the bench, the, sitting the on the people first cycle scene, out. I thought yes. Oh my god, I would leave. I totally get up and move to a different bench. I told Jenna, I told Jenna as we were watching this, I was like, you know what? There's a you know how they they'll take a movie trailers nowadays um, or like older movie trailers and recut them. Like there's the the Shining, <laughs> make it a horror movie. They turn to the Shining into like movie. a romantic comedy. There's a I, I'm totally gonna re-edit the Forrest Gump trailer to well, make it like. There's a, a lot of re-edits that I would love for someone to do. <laughs> to I told you already. I would like to get the uh, the footage of him running. And mix it with the footage yeah. of the guy running from uh, Get Out. Get Out, because that's that would be fucking amazing. And just like edit it to make it look like they're running relays against each other. There were sure. also a couple other things. Um, one of which, when the Jenny character, and I'm going way ahead of myself. That's all right. When the Jenny character is like having her her moment where she's on the balcony of that yep, building. Her. I really don't want you to, love her I, face. I want to. I want someone to edit in Andre the Giant going, "Hello, lady." <laughs> <laughs> Like maybe two or three times too, where she's looking down and it's just Andre jumping down. <laughs> I found four horses. Found four white horses. <laughs> if we find the lady, hello, hello lady. lady. And she jumps anyway, and then she lands on the horse. Yeah, exactly. And and suddenly go. she's dressed like Everything's a princess. Fine. Rides off into the sunset. Come, my friend. And then she wakes up. She's in a, and then a, she, com- right? a coma or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's 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 strung out again. So Joe, no, I, I just I'm sorry. Wait, Do it. Um, do it. <laughs> Get it away. Finish him. But it's uh, like, you know, the talking with somebody on the park bench, It's it doesn't have to be someone who's mentally handicapped or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or so, It's just someone who seems socially awkward. I run into so many people like that. Yes. It's, throughout my life, I have. I'm a yep. magnet for people like that. And I'm at the point in my life where I realize I don't have to put up with that. I can oh, yeah. just pick up and leave. I have perfected the wearing the headphones in the airport yes. without anything yes. coming into them and just here, as a social Or on a train. Here's the thing, though. This says volumes about our generation, because mm-hmm. that's kind of how fucking people, normal people, 
behaved exactly for centuries that like we would just be like hanging out in the same place and there'd be a social setting and oh, how are you strike up conversations that's where you meet people that's gentlemen. how you got to know that's how you met people mm-hmm. and now we're in a place where it's like i don't fucking want to talk to you <laughs> we've Dude, turned into uh, assholes i was at the grocery store in line and the motherfucker behind me started talking to me right like the balls right. on this guy and and sometimes it starts really it, it starts really bad because like someone will just kind of like be laughing or saying something out loud, and you know they're trying to get your attention, mm-hmm. and you know you cannot fucking look. You cannot fucking no. look. And then, I don't know if you guys are like me, you forget about it. After a while, you just kind of forget about it, and then you end up like absolutely Oops. looking <laughs> yeah. that direction. You have and now suddenly, engaged. Boom. Yep, you've engaged. And he's looking opening. right at and you. Like, just waiting. And it's one thing to strike up a conversation with a stranger. The history of like Mr. Peanut. Well, and literally, he's telling in Forrest Gump. He's telling his life story. How many times you say, "Look, I don't want to know your life story." He's literally (laughs) telling his life story. Two or three or four people in succession. He's going through the story. That is funny. Like uh, Jen and I were watching. That's a good point that you're bringing up, though. I'm sorry. That's a good. I'm not doing that on purpose. (laughs) That's a good point that he's bringing up, though, because Forrest Gump is sitting on that bench with several different people. Does that? Does that mean he started the story from the beginning all over again <laughs> I don't with think each so. new person? No, I think they, they just come in mm-hmm. and yeah. and unrealistically they're like, "Really? Tell yeah. me more." Mm-hmm. You know, I I, don't I think remember that when happen. Kennedy was assassinated. Like they're joining in in the conversation. Like, yeah, I don't think that's what ha- what would happen in a movie that I don't think was very subtle at all. No. I didn't understand what the meaning of the Curious George book was. It was the book that his mom read him when he was a when he was a kid. Okay, and he was getting ready to go meet his son. He didn't know it. But okay. he was getting ready to go meet his son, so it's kind of the passing of the torch, the the next generation. I'm but just, why, ma- why I'm just making George? that up. Is there something because deeper than he's, that? Because he's like curious he's dumb, George. like a monkey. He's a curious little <laughs> monkey. Wow. Here's see, I'm gonna go. A, is there a somebody in direction. the movie who wears yellow? That would be There's a, no, a, yeah. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> his <laughs> legs are now yellow and rotted. Uh, <laughs> but but there is at the very beginning when the feather lands at his feet, he picks it up. And there's something about Forrest Gump, that character. He's very deliberate feather, with right. everything that he does. Everything is deliberate mm-hmm. because of his condition. He opens his suitcase. Everything's folded a certain it's OCD. way. OCD. And there's and there's the book in the in the uh, in the slot. Mm-hmm. He takes the book out, puts the feather in it, and he's like holding it and like caressing the feather. Yeah. Then he closes the book, but then he keeps the book where it is and closes the suitcase, mm-hmm. which immediately I don't buy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if this is someone who's <laughs> got particular behaviors he would put the book exactly right. back where it was and then put it back in there these are the and criticisms we've come so, to expect well so i'm calling bullshit <laughs> and maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's point, why yeah. i uh was trying to read something into the curious george mm. book was that they at the very beginning they show it at the very end they show it oh my mama used to read this to me what about it you know it's 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 shown well, it's like they want you to know something about it or they yeah. Or they're trying to imply something about it, and but this movie is not good at subtlety it's at not. all. It's <laughs> not that you are damn right about that. And there are too many times in this movie where he's like, "I met this funny man from England," right? Or "I met this man from he he played for the no guitar," particular reason. and I met him for exactly for no particular reason. And then five years later, he was that killed. man was shot. How many assassination attempts killed. do we see in like shaky cam film at, footage? At, at least 10. we see JFK, we see Robert F. K., we see Martin Luther King, Reagan. Uh, see the, Reagan. The attempts on Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford. The, yeah. he, he talks about Robert F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. He does, they don't, oh, do they show it too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they yeah. talk about uh, John Lennon. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lennon. That's right. Yeah. I hate the Lennon scene. The Lennon scene is very Dude, terrible. The Lennon. 
all of this, all of those scenes that were really impressive at the time, where people were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they did that." Well, they put Tom Hanks with those. Beyond people. that, technically, I'm it's just impressive. talking the reason that, for it. Why oh, is yeah. that scene in there? No, it's it's bad. It's, it's to show scripted. it's 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 a is little it, bit of Back to the Future. Speaking of a Robert Zemeckis film, where it's like, "Oh, oh we're going to show that. how he got the idea for, for this is how Elvis got his dance because okay. Forrest Gump wore his crazy little." Uh, the John Lennon scene is it? Are they trying to be funny? Yes. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Yeah, they're trying then, to be funny, and it doesn't. If that's the case, why does after the imagine joke, why does they they, they the, stop the and footage? No, but and he so got later killed. He got killed. He I know. Got I shot. I kept looking. What for is a, the fucking purpose of this fucking scene? No, there's well, no purpose. Joe, it's kind of like the, I mean, uh, Lord. It's kind of like the newsroom. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm where sorry. we like to go back and suddenly like like in hindsight, they're using hindsight to be like exactly. And then That's the whole movie. Check this. Yeah. 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 It's 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 playing to baby boomers. Mm-hmm. It's a remember that, remember that, Cliff's Notes, Cliff's Notes. It's something you would see on VH1 now. That's what Forrest Gump is. It's 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 a pop-up video. Would kids, would people today watch it? Is it still popular? Well, do you think in 20 years there's going to be like another, like what would the... What would our generation's version of Forrest Gump look like? Would I just think see of, Pilgrim. Everything go through the... Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I think of when, when we were kids. Uh, this movie is very similar to a couple of different movies from the 80s. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> E.T. It came out almost a decade after E.T. Mm-hmm. Because E.T. was so popular. And it was so oh, emotional. And it was very popular. I and don't after remember wh- the time where E.T. came on Elliot's roommate's <laughs> bathroom. I don't remember that. Well, that was the extended. That was the... Uh, yeah, that was George Lucas. <laughs> deleted scene. The special edition. Yeah. But it, no, it's, um, it so was CG so popular. And it was E.T. <laughs> Damn it, Joel. That's Thank pretty you. good. Thank you. I'll show it's myself out. Like, it's almost like you worked on that one. <laughs> no, but it was just so popular. And then after a good long while, people started to turn on it because they're like, you know what? I don't like that movie. I'm tired of this movie. Wait, you tell me people Wait, are turning turn on E.T.? E. I think so. You think Maybe I think people turn on the decision to turn guns into walkie-talkies. Yeah. Well, that. But if, if you've turned on E.T., you have no soul. Well, <laughs> I just know. Okay, I, I, love, I love E.T. Yeah, me too. Um, it was never my very, very favorite movie as a kid, mm. but it was one of my favorites. Yeah. And still, I would say it's still a great movie. E.T. is very, yeah, very important, I think, to a And lot I think a big generation. part of that is uh, Spielberg and Henry Thomas mm-hmm. is a big part of that. Oh, yeah. Why that works. And, and the mother. And, oh, it was good. It, and Drew know. Barrymore. Yeah. And Erica Laniac. Who's that? <laughs> she's, the, she's the girl in Elliot's class. He kisses. Oh, yeah. And she ended up becoming a Baywatch babe. That's right. Yeah. Did she really? Yeah, mm-hmm. she did. Good God. Okay. <laughs> I just, Do tell. No. I'm sorry. I saw you add that to your Google list. Like, in <laughs> your right. eyes. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, but it's just, uh, there's, I know for a fact, because I've talked to several people they're like, uh, either they didn't like E.T. or they've never seen it all the way through. Are these There's children? A, uh, mostly a, millennials. people our age. Fucking millennials. People our age. Wow. So they've, is, there's people who are closet, maybe E.T. haters or E.T. detractors back then. They couldn't say anything because, oh, they'd get the third right. degree. Goddamn right. But now those people feel okay coming out. Yeah. Forrest um, Gump is one of those films. I think so. I, now, again, I thought it was just me until I started reading up on it. And I'm still not entirely sure, you know, what this was going to be tonight, talking with you gentlemen here's, about it. Here's no, the thing, I though. Forrest that. Gump was very different from anything else that had come before it when it was released. Was it? It was, yeah. It was a very different way to tell somebody's story, the story of a singular character. Uh, I think that there was a sci-fi kind of fascination with that movie, with the way that this one person affected, like... 30 years of history. And also, tonally, I feel like the the comedy, the way it kind of interjects it was, comedy it was and drama. Comedy. 
there are okay. I'm, I, I, there are some funny. The parts John Lennon parts, notwithstanding, but I mean the delivery and some of the mo- moments. I love the reoccurring um, repeating of the lines. So we've got Forrest Gump narrating everything, and like Mama said, we'd had lots of visitors. We've had all sorts of visitors. Like yeah. they do that a couple of times. And that grates on me. I, I chuckle every time it happens. See, I was thinking. I understand about, that. Of, that I, I understand it was intentional, and that's what they're going for. It, it didn't. I mean, it's just it's just a subjective thing. It didn't set yeah. with me. I was thinking in a, in a different ilk, um, like when Four sees Lieutenant Dan on the dock, and he waves, and then just jumps off the boat and <laughs> yes. swims to him. That's and like, kind of cute. It, it's funny, and then they just kind of keep on talking. Like you're expecting Lieutenant Dan to be like, "Dude, your fucking boat," but yep. he doesn't, nope, and they go knows. on with their scene. And I think, oh, that's really that's cute. So that's not what's important about the scene. What's important is them connecting, and then they top off the scene the with the boat crashing into the dock. That's my boat. I think that's that's pretty funny. That's pretty clever. Yeah, there's a few moments uh, there, like there that. are a few of those stretched out in the movie. The film looks awesome it's until beautiful. It, until it doesn't. Uh <laughs> and when what I mean is like there are the scenes where Forrest Gump goes and meets like the lip syncing the the historical figures. Oh yeah. my god, and the fucking lip syncing. So bad. the animation on the mouths is really bad. If you want to call that animation, it was yeah. groundbreaking at the time. That was the first time we attempted that. Yeah, See, it was at the here's time. The but thing. then going back now and watching it, you're like, ooh, that's ugly. That's really I thought it ugly. was bad at the time. Yeah. yeah, it looks worse now because technology is an advance. It's just the the seams are showing so much. But uh-huh. even at the time, I thought, ooh, that doesn't look good. Yeah. Well, we knew it wasn't real. We knew they had done something to... Now, what does look good, and which was also groundbreaking, is the earlier scene in the movie with Governor George Wallace mm-hmm. in front of the Alabama. Yeah. Because there's, he, they, they're there's not no interaction. To, correct. We yeah. don't. They yeah. just inserted him in like they did with the uh, the Deep Space Nine Tribbles episode later. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, <laughs> they just... they did Those guys, they didn't... Uh, you know, they didn't yeah. have to... Make them lip sync. They just use footage from the actual thing. Yeah. When they use the actual footage and intercut new footage, then it's fine. Mm-hmm. But when you try to change try to what make the those people says, interact, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of bad the LBJ oh, scene pissed me like, off. That I one's would like egregious. to see it. And like I was like, dude, this is horrible. This is it's just bad work now. Looking at it, it's bad also work. Also adding the to the awkwardness. Is offensive. Yeah. Yes, adding to agreed. the awkwardness is the, the person doing the voice of John Lennon and, and it's really, yes. yeah, it's really bad. It's probably some well-known voice actor who mm. tried his damnedest. Actually. But, jeez. Um, my favorite do you know Elvis? is the Elvis. Yes, is Kurt Russell. Yes. yes. And what's funny is I didn't place it until I was watching it this time. And it was like I was listening and I went, that fucking sounds like Kurt Russell. Sure so is. Googled and I was like, holy shit. Fucking Kurt Russell, man. And here's the thing. Best part of the movie. I don't think that's a good Elvis impersonation. <laughs> what? what? I think it's a really good I Elvis impersonation. I have to disagree. Show me that dance again. It, it could be maybe it's the entire scene was just making me roll my eyes already. It was really early in the early in the movie, and mm-hmm. I was already just like, "Oh my god, this is so yeah, <laughs> this is so trite." Yeah. Speaking of attempts at humor and some that are unsuccessful, <laughs> uh, one of my least favorite segments of the movie is when he's when he goes running. Oh, uh, like yeah. for the first time? Cro- no, cross no, country. Cross country, where he's like burning the, the AIDS out of his body. <laughs> That's what I believe that scene is: is he's burning the AIDS that Jenny has given him out of his body. Disclaimer: that doesn't actually happen. <laughs> okay, you know what? We were having this conversation earlier. Did you think Jenny had AIDS as well? I did. Yeah, because uh, apparently, according to the author, it was actually Hep C that she died of. Which oh, author of the book, though. Yes, yes. I think the screenwriters they were going for AIDS. It. Yeah, because it's never said. If you no, but if you look at the non-subtlety of this movie, <laughs> the lack of subtlety in this fucking movie. Uh-huh. If you look at, uh, uh, and I'm sorry if anybody likes, I, I realize this is probably a beloved culture top. No, that's what but we're here just, for. It's just hard for you to see the forest from the trees. Oh, 
<laughs> Very good. Joe has been chambering that one. Very good. Wow. I, 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 like I said, I have had a week to think about this. I did not think of that one. <laughs> Thank but you. So you were saying the non-subtleties of this film. Um, relation to... Oh, AIDS. Mm. So it's... <laughs> oh, AIDS. Oh, AIDS. <laughs> the new Editing Bay t-shirt. There's, there's the uh, sound bite for you that you'll play in during the... Uh... Jeez, exclamation mark. But it's just... Okay, so Jenny says something like, I've got some kind of disease. They don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Everything in this movie is beating you over the head with a fucking rolling pin. With her. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and again, because it's playing to baby boomers, mm-hmm. right? only lifestyle. to baby boomers... Of course, and, and it's it's just kind of a remember when you heard this in the news. Mm-hmm. Remember when you heard about Vietnam? Mm-hmm. Remember when you heard about Watergate? Oh, there's a, remember when you heard about AIDS? It's got to be AIDS. It has you, to be. You saw like a, a not Ben Stiller. <laughs> what was it from Half Baked? John Stewart. Oh, John Stewart. You ever seen I'm Forrest sorry, Gump? I'm you ever seen Forrest AIDS? Gump? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm not a smarmy asshole usually in life. I'm just this is what seeing this movie. And at the age of forty four is done to me. No, we're we're cynical, so and I get it. We are, the art of filmmaking has come a long way in the last twenty years. Can we at least all agree on that? No. Um, so where <laughs> would this be can. popular today? Not in this. Not not in, this not in the way it's would it be a being phenomenal told. movie like it was. I don't then. think there's anything wrong with the the underlying story. I think it's all in the presentation. I think the over the, the schmaltiness of it and the over sentimental over sentimentality. Um, just with the floating feather and the swelling orchestra. If this it were just... made today, it would be like a hipster musical, like La La Land. Mm. That's what Forrest Gump would be. Interesting. It would be mm. someone recounting their life story to song. I mean, that's actually like, not a bad idea. That's. I mean, I might enjoy that actually. Yeah. Yeah. Or you were Joel was looking on some something just a little while ago. Browsers dot com. We went the same way. <laughs> Joel's like, oh god, how did he know? <laughs> Oh, I send him links all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's actually how we met. I don't know if I've ever said that. That's the size of this black dick. That's how you knew all the names of the, the, the stars in Samurai Cup, too. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Caden Cross. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've seen her. Nice boobs. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, like, I know her from somewhere. <laughs> but it's uh, Joel came across a tidbit that uh, Robert Zemeckis' first choice mm. was uh, Harry Anderson. From Night Court. From Night Court mm-hmm. to be forced gum. And I'm yeah. thinking, I might have liked that a hell of a lot better. Maybe. And it still have the damn script, but... Boom. I don't know if, don't know if Harry Anderson boom. was relevant enough at that time. Was but Robert Zemeckis trying to make the film back in the 80s first? No, no. This was this was early it was, 90s. It was an early was 90s option, theater. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. yeah, because you said, uh, well, the only reason he didn't do it because he was tied to his TV show contract. He did something after Night wow. Court. Dave's World, remember? Dave's, oh, the Dave yeah, Barry right. CBS sitcom. But um, I'm just thinking, I really loved... I, well, of course, I love Tom Hanks, too, but... Just not in this movie. Uh, I always loved Harry Anderson on Night Court. I just uh, maybe it would have been a different, totally different movie. Probably maybe it would have appealed to me more. Uh, but would this movie have been a success? Like who else could have done this role? Wouldn't have gotten all and the not, Oscars and crap like yeah, that. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, this this film is <laughs> we'll teetering on the, the edge. Of the show, who exactly. could have done this? Dustin role Hoffman. When we recast, could have. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. He had already done this Straight role. Straight from Rain Man. That is the prior. other movie I can compare this to, yeah. is Rain Man. Because, mm-hmm. Mainly because uh, there's all these catchphrases mm-hmm. said in that funny voice. Yeah. Rain Man's like, well, got an excellent driver. Mm-hmm. Got Z mm-hmm. Wapner. Mm-hmm. And 
sometime after you know everybody saw that movie oh fine film fine film very yeah. touching part sometime after that movie was popular uh, it's those catchphrases turned mm-hmm. against the movie oh yeah and it was used those were used to make fun of Rain Man they yes. just called him Rain Man they didn't even call him the name of the character that's right and Forrest Gump I think saw a similar thing as you got toward the end of the 90s run Forrest run you get never some... go full return that's true yeah yeah, yeah you get to get thunder. these yeah, 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 yeah. Never, yeah. never go. And that's another tidbit I did some research on, which, uh, or I just thought of it. I said, I bet you that shit was making fun of Rain Man and Forrest Gump. Turns simple out it was. Jack. Yeah, yeah simple, simple Jack. Jack. Turns out it was. You make my eyes rain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's great satire. Yeah. Uh, I want to add. I, I thought of that toward this. the very end of the movie. I thought, or toward the end, very end of my ca- of my writing notes. I thought of that. That's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> I want to bring up something that I don't know if you guys noticed, um, but I I think that there's a strong possibility that this whole movie is like a, a usual suspect scenario, where Forrest Gump is simply oh, making up the story <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> Jenny and Mama never in the same place at the same time, Ooh. which kind of backs up a Tyler Durden kind Got of theory. a fight club situation. That huh? maybe Jenny never really existed, so only in Forrest's mind. Well, but Lieutenant... He marries her in front of Lieutenant Dan and everybody. Does he, Or though? does he? Does or is he? this like Wizard of Oz, where... I had your, you were in it? You were in it? You were there? You were there? <laughs> I feel like this whole thing is just... It's in his mind. It's a fight club scenario. Because it's so extravagant. It's so extravagant. So like, he affects so many things. He does so much stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like the secret life of Walter Mitty thing, where it's like right. he wasn't really there. He didn't really do that. Uh, like maybe all of it is a metaphor for what he's gone through just to get back to Jenny. Okay, that's cool. Because he's obsessed with and or stalking, stalking Jenny. Her. Yeah, yeah. But you've wasted two hours of my life just getting back to the point where we were in the beginning and not really in a fun way, in a very frustrating way. Mm-hmm. It's very frustrating watching this movie again and seeing the Forrest character. And I have a good time kind of seeing the Forrest character, and I think we get enough entertainment and story out of yeah. what's going on with him that the Jenny stuff just really <sighs> fucking bums it me does. out. Yeah, It annoys me. Yeah. Because they, they again, break the rule of threes. Where she comes back to him. Yeah. She comes oh, right. back to him. Mm-hmm. She comes back. Like, they do it five times in this movie. Well, and they want you to empathize with her or to feel sorry for her. I don't. I think she's a cardboard cutout of a character. Yeah. She's well, the avatar for all the hippies. They really try to give her depth with her childhood and what was going on with her father. That, and I felt a little something, but at the same time, I was like, well, of course, this is what's going on. It's, it's so predictable. But, they but don't you know, is it art imitating life or life imitating art? Because that ever... story plays out in reality. Yeah. But they don't ever build off of it. And when, they, when she comes back to Alabama mm-hmm. in adulthood, mm-hmm. where she goes, oh, of course, she's going to her old house. Oh, of course, she's going to throw a rock at the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just so fucking predictable. Well, the fact that she spends, like, he has this whole bit where, like, she slept like she hadn't slept in forever, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she's just depressed. It so looks like a boner pill commercial where she's depressed in a room with flowers <laughs> right. and he's mowing the lawn outside. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's so weird. And Will the, you marry like, at me? That no. Point, will you marry me? No. Like, at no point does he, you know, it stops being his story. And the thing is, it's it's his movie. You, you it's said from like, his he's the titular character. It's called Forrest Gump. Yet, at the at, in this movie, like she at no point ever really earns him. No, with what what he has done, what this character has done, despite the faults in the writing. Now, just talking about the way that this movie is structured, he does everything in the world. He's like on Homer's Odyssey, yeah, and has achieved all these things. 
And all he wants is for this woman to look at him and not see a, a, a slow man, mm. you know, just to see a person. Not to friend zone him. At not the very, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that might be part of the problem is that as someone who gets, who, who had gotten friend zoned a lot growing up, this movie frustrates me because I'm just like, <laughs> this is the ultimate friend zoning. You and then like bitch. when he finally earns his Bubba Gump shrimp fortune right. and he inherits his mom's house. And she's got and hep she's C got slash oh. AIDS. Now suddenly she wants Forrest. Now she's like, oh, it's your son. But, I know I kept the secret from you for like 10 years. I know. Yeah, but it's, it's your son. Yeah. And the only reason I'm telling you now is because I'm going to die dying. and you're going to have to take over. Right. And you have yeah. to pay for my Bullshit, By man. the way. Yeah. Your baby daddy. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy is obviously proven he's a sweet, loving man. Why the fuck have you kept this a secret? I don't get mad so much at the Jenny character as I just get I get bored with her. I just like enough. I'm, I can't take her seriously. I can't empathize with her. I can't. I don't care about her. I don't really think you're supposed to. I mean, like in in doing my research, there's a lot of um, politics that come into this film <laughs> and, and the themes well. behind it. Uh, in in the years since it's been released, a lot of people are. A lot of conservatives have kind of embraced this film, and apparently back in the uh, back in the nineties, no, 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 it was like you know these are our values. Right, Uh, Jenny is the Democrat, Forrest is the albeit, and so so Jenny's paying for her sins. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. She chooses an entire generation. She chooses the counterculture lifestyle, and where does it get her? And she has to come running back to. Uh, the safety and I, the stability I, the good guy. of the Republican Party, the mm-hmm. GOP. Yeah. That's right. The, well, you remember what was big at the time? Family values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, family that's values. Right. They were talking about Adam's Limbaugh family values. And, that's right. Uh, yeah, they were talking that. That was a bigger theme in the '92 election, but mm-hmm. by this time, that was still that was still heavily a thing. Newt Gingrich. That was the year the Republican Congress came to power. Yep. And, but um, so I misremembered. I remembered that about this movie. I said, "Yeah, this is a big going to be a big Republican love fest." Mm-hmm. And actually, I don't really see that too much in this movie. Yeah, I think that's a that's a specious argument. I think argument. it was interpreted as that, and mm-hmm. that the Republicans hijacked it. And... Well, that's the thing with this film. It's really hard to pin down what the theme is. What is it trying to say? <laughs> Ultimately, what is the, besides all of the these... What the hell is this movie about? Well, these happenstances and how he touches history or history touches him. But I'm, I've but seen this it... movie 20 times or, or so. He touches the history that that has touched us. That that the masses show us on the the doll where you touch the history. He touches history as remembered by the masses. It'd be like the Cliff's Notes version of this time in history. Yeah. And one thing that pisses me off watching this is like this is so irresponsible glossing over history like this. Well, it's it's that, and it's also like this movie does all the things I hate that a sequel does. But it's not a sequel. Like it's, it's all just, like the, hey, remember Watergate? All the, all, yeah, exactly. Yes. All the references. Yes. Like we threw in Watergate, and I know that's what you were touching on earlier in the movie. Like, or it's in the one podcast. short scene. Nixon, Nixon, who yeah. was president for during the lunar landing, for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. I think the most egregious uh, part of that in the film is uh, when he's again when he's doing his run, his cross country run, and the guy's trying to get the t shirt idea, yeah. or the bumper sticker have idea. Have a nice day. Now that actually made me smile. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's they're kind of cute. They're, yes, they're cute, and I, I do enjoy the uh, when we see the shit happens bumper sticker on the back of the car. It's immediately like <laughs> side swiped by. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's oh, that one I kind of groaned at, but the the the, hap, the happy face thing kind of. But still, made, again, ah, like what okay. what is the message of this film? There, what are we trying there, to there say? There really isn't a message because Force never goes that. on a journey. Force doesn't change. 
from who he is at the beginning of the movie, right. he doesn't change. And this is a person that's seen death and war and has done all these different things. Seen Cultural change. Two of the most important women in his life. Everybody he's ever really been close to, other than Lieutenant Dan, has died. But that's yeah. why he's kind of the hero. He's like the steadfast soldier but, of this but story. But that's not a strong for, structure for, staying for a alive. story. You need <laughs> to have someone, someone who changes, someone but, who learns something over time, something valuable. Becoming a father was never planted earlier in the movie about becoming like a, a, a good dad, a good father. But, so when it happens at the end, I don't care. But again, uh, you know what? I'll, All I I'm do is defend I sit it. there and I feel bad for Haley Joel Osment. I'm like, this poor kid <laughs> has to come home with his lessons and like his father can't help him with his He'll homework. be wiping his ass in five years. He'll, <laughs> he'll do okay in about six years when he does the, the sixth sense. <laughs> the sixth yes. sense film. <laughs> and then he goes on to Tusk after that. But it's yeah. not about Forrest Gump changing. It's about everybody around him changing. Lieutenant Dan changing. But this That's isn't Doctor changes. Who. That's what the movie wants us to believe. I... It's, it's supposedly he affected all this stuff, and in with better writing, a better script, a more clever sort of storytelling, I think this could have been a great movie mm-hmm. because I love historical fiction. I yeah, love it. That's when, right, you do. Um, no, he does. This is something no, I know. It's, it's just funny that you're like validating it. Yes, I know <laughs> you do. I agree. Well, and uh, just uh, you know, uh, another movie that came out a few years after this was Titanic, mm-hmm. and. At the time, I, it's, this is how it's subjective. You know, Forrest Gump didn't do anything for me. Yeah. I totally bought into Titanic at the time. Right now, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't. But even but thinking back on that movie uh, on Titanic, I think the strongest parts of that were the historical elements. He hit hit beat beat and very yep. respectfully. I think almost in a documentary style. Yeah. And just this is this character. This is what he did. This mm-hmm. is the ship's architect. This is the captain. Forrest Gump. Did that in a lazy way. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is Nixon. He's a buffoon. <laughs> he's right. a, he's a cartoonish buffoon. Uh, this is John Lennon. He's we're not sure what we're trying to say about him. Uh, or it's his Elvis. We're idolizing him, I even mean, though we're talking. Oh, sex is bad, and uh, but he was sexy. Shaking your hips is okay. And, mm-hmm. and there's a way to look at this film where it's just like a. This is a period in history. The what is it from the fifties to the eighties or so? Yeah. The late seventies and uh, the civil rights era. How. If if there is a message to this film, it's that look at this tumultuous time we were in. Look at the crazy things that were going on around us. Here's this constant that brought us through that but, that's, that remained from the beginning to the end. But then, and this is probably more of a through it though. This is more of a question, I guess, than of who wrote the novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do we have to have someone who's touched all these moments in history, but then they're also like a, you know. Handicap. Why does he have to be mentally retarded? Why does he have to be mentally yeah. challenged? What, what, what is he, by the way? That's Can a we, good point. Is he autistic? He, I is think, he just... I think he's he's a little autistic. A little Asperger's in there? Um, probably some Asperger's because he doesn't quite seem to get the subtlety of sarcasm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so obviously a little you bit Asperger's. cigarettes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know, but I feel like you're complicating this movie f- by adding that element to it. Mm-hmm. I don't see a reason why... That needed to be, you know, one of the outstanding features of this character, other than the fact that we're also trying to make this statement that, like, you know, this person shouldn't be discounted because of his mental capacity. That's, yeah, it, that's it fine. I think that that's a good up, point. That could, these could have been really, two different movies. A guy yeah. who overcomes his, overcomes adversity because, despite his handicap. Or a guy who affects history unwittingly. Make those two separate things. Hmm. This and it, and it feels like it is two separate things that they ended up putting together. It Very seems sloppily. like this this movie was a story about a man 
you know, who who's mentally challenged, who loves a girl that he grew up with, and that romance, how it never really works out, like like the the mentally challenged notebook. Uh, <laughs> and, and did then, Jenny need to? Is be in there? the notebook the could, mentally could challenged? Yeah, could this movie have been made without Jenny? It, it, did she? Did he need a love interest? Uh, well, not, yeah, not in this first. Not in movie number one. No, I movie think so. Movie number one's about Forrest and Jenny, but movie number two about this man who touches all these points in history. Mm. Like that's this other Robert Zemeckis Back to the Future sci-fi thing. Yeah, that's fun. I never read the book. Did you? Have you guys no. read the book? Does it follow? I just need to know if it well, follows well, a similar story. Apparently, it, it follows pretty much the first half of the film. And then kind of jumps to the end. It skips a whole section in the. the there was something 70s, about there was supposed to be something about Forrest going into space or something like that. Oh, really? What? Forrest in nope. space. Yeah. Nope. I, I, if I remember, I just did. Yeah, it's it called Apollo Thirteen. They <laughs> yeah, made that. Film. That was one of the best. When <laughs> Lieutenant Dan is like, "When you become a shrimp boat captain, I'll become your first mate." Hell, if you become a shrimp boat captain, I'll be an astronaut. And I'm like, I wonder if they knew. Well, they were going to be doing Apollo. Oh, 13. right, 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 right. I got. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And Bill Pullman. And yeah, they're both in that movie. That was Bill yeah. Paxton. Yeah, that was my that was Bill Paxton. <laughs> for stepping on my joke. But <laughs> one of the you're ruining my joke. <laughs> one of the things that I actually uh, there's like a a short barrage of things at the very end of the movie that made me go, oh okay, that was nice. I could have done with a lot more of that throughout the rest of the movie. What's Just that? something that are a little subtle. Um, uh, when you got new legs, Lieutenant Dan, mm-hmm. he says, "Yeah, the strongest stuff made the stuff that's made out of the uh, that the space shuttle, the made space out shuttle, of. right." And I thought they don't they don't dwell on it that line, but like oh he said earlier about being an astronaut. Now uh-huh. he kind of is. He kind of is, mm. and that was nice. Yeah, the movie could have done with a hell of a lot more, more of that. subtlety. Jesus fucking Christ, that could have been. <laughs> I mean, that's wow. the, the theme. <laughs> that's what we'll call this episode. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> well, that and then I think O AIDS is my favorite. <laughs> oh AIDS. <laughs> well, there's another bit. Um, again, just right at the end of the movie. Uh, uh, Tom Hanks uh, cries like Alfred at the end of The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Before that. Oh, Jenny. <laughs> well, when he says to, <laughs> I promised your, I promised your, mother. your parents I would take care of and you. And then cue the doves. <laughs> <laughs> and the So heavy-handed, yeah. But he but he, he says to Jenny, he meets uh, Forrest Jr. He says to, just really subtle, is he, is he smart? Or is he, you know, yeah. and he says, the way he says it is, oh, that was nice. Yeah. I don't even think he does, does. He say the word "is he smart"? I think he says "is he like me" or. But he he, he almost I know. doesn't. He chokes he on it. Doesn't finish his sentence. sentence. And yeah. that I liked. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's, it's maybe, maybe it's part of that was Tom Hanks. Maybe part of that was all the of writing, it was Tom but, Hanks. Yeah, but I this is what I'm saying. That with, was a nice moment with lesser actors in this film. Are we remembering? Are we doing a podcast 20 years later about Forrest Gump without Tom Hanks? And I would say Robin no, Wright. No, this this movie when what, when it a, works, it works because of Tom Hanks. I agree. Going back to talking about the special effects, you know, we talked about the the, the feather, that what, horrible feather, that feather when they don't work, when it's the lip sync. Yeah, um, but uh, like I, the battle sequences are fucking great. Those really are impressive. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, the, the napalm uh-huh. shots. Uh, but then uh, some of the more subtle ones, uh, uh, Gary Sinise's legs. Uh, that was kind of br- groundbreaking at the time too. It was now, groundbreaking I will say at the this. time, but it's to it me, looks, it's oh, distracting. It still looks like there's little, heft and weight. I was going to say the problem with it is, yeah, his his uh, point of, of rotation mm-hmm. is still like he's got an extra it was fifty new, pounds, and that was you know they didn't quite know how to do that at the time. But I would say that is much less distracting than LBJ's lips or mm-hmm. John Lennon's lips or any of that other yeah, shit. Any of the lips, oh. <laughs> Sadly, too many lips. lips. <laughs> but um, 
one of the things that bugs me about this movie, and again, it just goes back to the Cliff's Notes version of history, is the music in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like someone who never went to Vietnam, hey, this is what Vietnam was like. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> I don't... These soldiers are wading through the jungle and they're list- there's rock music. They're listening to rock music no. as they're going. No. No one's going to hear this, guys. We're just going to play this music. I mean, and this, and this music that a lot, for, by far and, far and large, was... Uh, was anti-war music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So these soldiers exactly. are going to be listening to this? Yeah, Jimmy sure Hendrix. Was. I mean, remember the Freedom Rock commercials? Uh-huh. Turn it up, man. Turn it up, That was the man. only fucking thing I could Fortunate think of. Fortunate son. You're not listening to Fortunate <laughs> son when you're out in Vietnam. There's no way. Something going on there. Yeah. I do remember the soundtrack being a huge... the shit out of me. What it is ain't exactly Yeah. So we were always looking for some guy named Charlie. Yeah. Damn it, I hate this shit. Oh. He's, I knew he was going to get but worked up. But I, that's where I get my... But when you said that, that was what I thought, and I had to ask you if yeah. that was what that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Finally, uh, the I, truth I, is revealed. I, <laughs> the truth goes I out. do need to touch on like the music in this. Sometimes there, there are films that are like that are soundtracked and scored like really skillfully. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, the score to this movie is pretty good, but the soundtrack, it. coming back to the, the lack of subtlety... Every song is telling you exactly what is happening in that scene. Don't you love, love her, her face? Yeah, like, exactly. That is the most egregious uh, uh, example of like over the head with the hammer. Over the head. She's grabbing things and she's walking out the door. That, that literally yes. happens. Yes. Like God damn, man! You yeah. could have picked something like a little bit. You know, it's like uh, going to San Francisco. Hey, yeah, right. who wants to go to San Francisco? <laughs> yeah. I'll go. Well, it's like it's like uh, Bumblebee from Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Who's which gonna drive you home? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's oh, right. walking away. Go get her. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Back when the she fil- didn't the have... filmmakers are talking to us through yes. uh, songs. They're 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 telling you as guys, subtle. This is the this is the motivation. Speaking of which, <laughs> mm. I'm sorry to bring up you know uh, Transformers again, but again to that the 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 lip syncing and the histor- use of historical footage. Michael Bay did that better in Transformers Three. Yeah, Michael fucking Bay did something better <laughs> than Robert Zemeckis did. But he didn't. But not in Transformers Five. No, well, I haven't seen it, but not I in Transformers see it. Five, where but there's a, they posit that King Arthur and Merlin were actual existing people, <laughs> historical figures. Somehow they talk Stanley Tucci into playing a drunk Merlin. Yeah. Uh, oh, is Stanley Tucci in this? Stanley Tucci was in it. Wait, wait. He was in part four. He's too. already in the other movies. Yep, he sure is. <laughs> and I'm he, pretty sure I said this exact same thing when you talked about it weeks yeah, ago. It's still, did. it's still as unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, um, uh, you know, the, that scene uh, again. Transformers, whatever, stupid movies. But that scene in Transformers 3 at the beginning, that's actually a decent scene. Now, uh, refresh my memory. I've okay, seen that Okay, so they, they, they portray the beginnings of the space race. Yeah. And they say that it's because of the Transformers. That's why the space race began. That's but right. But they show historical footage of Nixon and JFK. And there's a mix of new actors, lookalikes, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Some of it's a little eh, but, uh, but uh, news footage from Walter Cronkite, mm. all... You know, edit it together, and then it portrays the excitement of that period. Yes. Wow, we're going to land on the moon. Mm. Uh, people cheering, people, NASA guys cheering. And this movie has none of that, Mm-mm. in my opinion. 
It's a little it joyless. It misses the point of all these historical elements. But it, but, but to its it defense, to its defense, it's not about the historical elements. It's about what if you lived through this time. It's about somebody but, affecting but here, all these here, things. Yeah, there's the problem. Sometimes if he does. If it's not about these historical elements, why is it so oversaturated with them? That I, I can't tell you. Except for the fact that there's a wider theme to this film about the era and mm-hmm. and and again how tumultuous it was. But if you're okay, so uh, so elevator pitch. What's the point of Forrest? Gump, go. Uh, a simple-minded man and his take on the events in history in the last thirty years. But it's not his take. The media's. It, it is everything. The, the way that it's he through his point of view. Yeah, yeah. His prism. A if certain you will. point of view, <laughs> dude. From a certain point. Y- of view. You mean you're talking about the the campaign slogan for the fucking Trump campaign now? What everything is true from a certain point of view. Did you know Obi Wan started alternative facts like back in 1980. Did you notice the red hat? Yes, the red trucker. Yes. Hat. Oh my fucking god! He might as well. It might as well say "Make America Great Again" on yeah. Forrest Gump's red yes. hat. Yep, the Bubba Gump. The Bubba I, Gump hat. I was dumbfounded. I was just like, but again, nobody could have known this back then. But it's just, it's just interesting to look at it in hindsight mm-hmm. and how, also looking at it how yeah. Republicans have gra- uh, grafted onto. This Maybe Trump has emulated. Uh, well, he's Gump. emulated Trump, Forrest Gump. I like Gump. that. I like that Gump. You saw the meme I sent you this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Forrest and I thought about that Forrest watching. We'll the put movie. it on the Facebook page. Forrest Lester. Trump. Yeah. I thought about that watching the movie, and I thought, ah, ha, ha, ha. and then the, just this morning, I thought, started crying. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> And after I finished that, while he's masturbating, (laughs) (laughs) I just thought, no way am I that clever that nobody's thought of this. And sure enough, no. Yep, it's so it's it's still funny. Everything on the internet's been done before. That's true. It's more ironic than actual funny. Don't you think? (laughs) A little too ironic. (laughs) I really do think that we should move on. Thank you. Uh, You have anything else? You've got a whole notebook full of notes. You did look at this. That we uh, that we touch on everything that you want to um, touch on. Flip through your pages while we vamp. L- Lieutenant Dan is a Klingon. Your pages. He wanted pages. to die with honor. He did. Ooh, that's right. And, and Forrest Gump <laughs> robbed know, him of that, yes. and then he got a second chance on top of a boat. If I can take a moment to talk about the few things I do like in this film, I do love. There's a there's a, a, a light motif, as they call it, where um, we're seeing uh, history repeating itself. And they do it. They, they kind of introduce it with Lieutenant Dan, right? They show like you know he's oh every know every Lieutenant Dan through history he fought in every single war, and that was his destiny. We also see it with um, is it the maid? There's somebody yeah, serving the, 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 uh, Bubba's mother. Oh, Bubba's, Bubba's mother, who's, Bubba's who's wife. A, yes, exactly. And then at the end, she's the one who has the money, and she's being served by yes. a white woman. I, that was okay. But, um, I just love the I love the the visual. The, 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 the uh, yeah, every uh, Lieutenant Dan's ancestors fought in every war except the Korean War. They did kind of yeah. They went oh, yeah, like they Civil over that. War, yeah, the they World War One. You know why they glossed over it? Because most people in the states don't know that war. <laughs> Dude, it's I, been forgotten. I'm Holy I'm shit. embarrassed to say, but growing up, I thought Korean War and Vietnam were one well, the, and same the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, that's because of popular entertainment. Because people public school back education. Home, they it's been it's a forgotten war. Mm-hmm. So my grandfather fought in the Korean War. Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. I mean, it wasn't Wait, it that... wasn't a long war, but it yeah. it was an American war. Oh, oh yeah, I guess I guess that works. General out. MacArthur, MacArthur, General MacArthur fought in that war. It was right. Yeah, he fought in Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so there we, there we go. <laughs> no, I just I just had to do the math. I'm like, well, yeah, he he fought in Korea. <laughs> also, regarding the boat, did Forrest name the boat Jenny because it's been to a lot of ports? Oh, oh wow. Shit. <laughs> Any port in a storm. It's got some barnacles on the bottom. <laughs> which killed which killed the boat. Which, which killed the boat. Finally sank it. 
My God. Um, Dear God, make me a boat. <laughs> make me float far, 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 far away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at your notes, too, to see did, if there's anything. Did either of you get emotional watching this film at any point again? I did. Yeah. The, m- mom passing away. Yeah, well, like that always does that's it, That's right? going to, I think, forever. Mm-hmm. It's going to get me, like, no matter what. When he's sitting there and he asks her, he just asks her straight up, why are you dying, Mama? Exactly. And she's like, it's just my time. Mm-hmm. It's just a part. And I'm like, oh, my I God. I do love that line. Just... She says, it's just a part of living. Oh we all, we're all destined to do we're it. All there. What's my destiny? Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, that part gets me. Um, and then also, it, it's funny, not when Jenny dies. But when he's but, talking to her? No, not when he's talking to her. I when do. he puts his kid on the bus. Yes. And, and little, little Forrest Jr. gets on the bus and he's like, love you, Dad. Yeah. And I'm like, like this, and I think I probably would have never felt this way if I wasn't a parent, mm-hmm. you know. But now I'm like, oh, okay, all right, that's kind of... <laughs> getting that dusty nice. in here. Yeah. It was the uh, the same woman, which was a little yeah, Dorothy, a yeah. little uh, implausible. I think <laughs> you think think that's a well, Forrest Gump could touch history. Why can't this? I want to see her story, like how she she changed this the, woman named Rosa the, Parks the, got the on science. <laughs> She changed the history and the science of like public transportation. That's her also story. this movie takes place in the South. Uh huh. No mention whatsoever of Martin Luther King. No. no uh, apparently, uh, on the cutting room floor or or in the script, but was never filmed. There was going to be another scene where uh, I guess Forrest Gump distracts some dogs that are being sicked on. Martin Granted, it's, King he's from a his... different state. Yeah, but... pretty dark. That's but, dark. But my <laughs> God, if you're gonna have a, if you're gonna talk about. It just shows how short sighted K RFK well, talking about the, the, the Jim Crow thing. But they touched on race a few times, several uh, times actually. But you're gonna leave out the most important ah. No, I hear you. Well you can't cram all of thirty years worth of history. Uh, they sure, but they sure tried, yeah, they yeah. sure tried. Yeah. Well, we had to we they, had to make room sh- for the oh shit. They you shoved mean they, it in there with a plunger. They couldn't have taken like anything out of the 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 ping pong sequence of this yes. movie, which is under which is you know what's playing on the TV at that time? The lunar yeah. landing, yeah. the it's fucking lunar landing. My fucking everybody the age looking, of Aquarius. There's there's the fucking age of Aquarius. TV's showing the lunar landing, and everyone's got their back to the TV watching Forrest hit ping pong and, balls. Come to think, of, maybe that was intentional. Maybe that's oh, look, look what this guy's doing over here. Look, I, that, that, that pisses me. It, it, it feels like one of the things. It feels like we need off. to remind the audience where we are in time. Here's my deal, though. Like he Fair talks enough. about, he's done all these things, and according to him, he's visited the White House three times. He's been on the Dick I, Cavett show. I like that. Moment yet again. nobody he meets recognizes him. Like there has to have been somebody. Like especially if he's like you know in his hometown or or even close to it. Like people be like, oh, it's that that Forrest Gump guy. Well, apparently because this he, dude has won the Congressional Medal of Fucking Honor and was on the fucking TV show because of it. Uh, I think that there's going to be a little bit. Uh, I think there's going to be a little recognition. Yeah, a little minor well, celebrity. The guys, uh, the guys he picks up when he's running, they they decide <laughs> to go with him. Yeah. Hey man, they just they don't recognize him. No. Yeah. Well, he's got that beard. He's rocking the well, pretty. Well, that's true. Fair the enough. The ZZ Top beard. I just felt like running. I had to burn the AIDS out of my system. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and when the very first scene, when you have the the horrible little girl actor playing young Jenny. Oh, oh yeah. uh, I think both Forrest. of the young actors are really bad. Her, I mean, because she says, run, Forrest, <laughs> run. 
Pretty ineffectual. Yeah. But just her dead as eyes. she's going like uh, after his, uh, he kicks his braces off. There's like a Looney Tunes puff of smoke behind him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> did you notice that? I like that when he's running, and then we cut up on the bikes, and then we pan, and then there's like a Roadrunner wisp of cloud. That's, that's how fast him. he is. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Super, super fast. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else. I think we've touched on uh, quite a bit in yeah, this film. Yeah, we have. <laughs> we, we've we've rubbed our taints all over it like this film was Jenny Curran. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Points for knowing her last name. Tom Hanks uh, breaks character twice. Uh, when, really? Wait, when? Uh, his voice when he's I gotta find Baba. <laughs> he does. Yes, and he goes into his regular voice. Oh, yeah, and then also when uh, the, the yes drill sergeant going into no. a little bit of that. Uh huh. And that I kind of like that too. But it's you're not as noticeable as when he adds something. Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> He does turn into. He just turns into Tom Hanks. He turns point. into Tur- Turner and Hooch. Not the car. Don't eat the <laughs> yeah, car. Not the car. Yeah. I like how he gives that guy like the evil eye as they're getting back on the bus. But again, like it's because of stuff like that. I don't. And not like we're even talking about this anymore. But I don't feel bad for the Jenny character because of the fucking choices that she makes. She's yeah. like this dude just fucking smacked the shit out of her in a Black Panther meeting, and he's like, "Oh, look, Black shit Panthers. got out of hand." I mean. Fucking Johnson and all I know, his I know. He blames yeah. it on him. I was like, "Fuck you're, you're you!" Gonna, you're man. gonna date a guy? Who's that's how. This yes, because that's volatile. how damaged she is because of what Daddy did to her. Yeah. Oh, the Black Panthers! But then the that's worst whole... caricatures in this whole movie. Yeah. Oh, I love that. He's just like, he's just like, so, it's so one-dimensional. Spewing oh, is so uh, fucking god. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't even know a lot about the Black Panthers, but just to see this artistic, yeah, it's you know, my least favorite Marvel you're gonna movie. Look... <laughs> I don't know anything about it either. <laughs> Well, I mean, how do you even pronounce his name? Takala, T'Challa, T'Challa in the chocolate soup. Horrible. That was good. Thank you. No, I mean, if I were if I were a kid, I was reading on Wikipedia. Oh, some some uh, parents have used or some teachers have used this movie in their hi- show in the history. Class. Oh, I was definitely shown that this in history is class. so inaccurate. Wrong. It's so inaccurate. That is fucking wrong. I hate that people would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, that's your your lack of. Uh, Effectiveness as a teacher. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yes, yeah. that was that was our high school history class. All of I was shown uh, Schindler's List and uh, uh, Schindler's List. Is, uh, I could have saved one more. <laughs> this ring. This ring could have saved Schindler's one more. Schindler's List has a little more integrity than this movie. And, sure, I'm and just saying maybe a little more subtlety. Yeah, <laughs> it's a visually. Visually, it, it manages to tell art. stories. It manages again, to say so much in visuals than. What if Robert Zemeckis and Tom Hanks remade Schindler's List? <laughs> well, and then this maybe this was the beginning. Okay, so he did uh, Castaway after this. Oh yeah, uh, Robert Zemeckis Sh- with Tom Hanks. Sh- Shrimpers List. <laughs> <laughs> Just be about the shrimp boat captain who's trying to save Jews. Get in the nets. <laughs> Hello, and, Jews. And then the- <laughs> So from that, uh, what did Forrest Gump do right? Start with you, Joel. Uh, you know what? I'll talk about the music. I I did own both the score and the soundtrack. I remember, by the that. way, yeah, two were... different albums. Um, what's the guy's name? He does all the Zemeckis films. Uh, Alan Silvestri. Yep, who did the Back to the Future films. Uh, really, not, I yes. There's a lot of over the top themes doom, 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 and that fucking doom, feather doom, theme. Doom, doom. I, I'm I'm a little too cynical to be moved by it now, but there's a there's a minor theme that's used uh, the between theme. not even that. I, I do love that one. But there's a there's a theme between Jenny and Forrest. It's only used like two or three times throughout the film, and it's when he's talking about going off to war, and then it's used at the end. That's very subtle, and it's done in like a chorus. 
Um, it's not used during the premature ejaculation. This is definitely not used there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Upside my God. There, yeah. think, right? Oh, that never happened before. <laughs> that never happened before. Awkward. That's actually in the movie. That's not a, That's not a, something we're riffing on. Right. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen in real life. Not to me. It's only in a movie. Only in the movie. It's true. <laughs> But a really good score. And then the soundtrack. Even though the soundtrack does feel like somebody just Googled, you know, hot, top 10 songs from the 60s, top songs songs from the 70s. Freedom Rock. Or Freedom Rock. Like you just said, Freedom Rock. But it, turn it, it up, man. It hey, man, what is that? It's Freedom Rock, man. Well, turn it up, man. It helps take you through uh, through the era and, and really kind of sets sets the tone. Uh, so I'm if a big fan of the music. If you are uh, approaching studying this time in history, it's not okay. If you, just the soundtrack alone, that's not a bad place to start. I would right? Say. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. what do you think that Forrest Gump did right? I would say the casting of Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we were talking about that earlier, even though I don't like the ridiculous voice and the the things he's made to say, I think maybe even when he breaks character something some of the moments he does that kind of transcends what he's been given to do mm-hmm. um the the drill sergeant scene it kind of got a little mini chuckle from me there just, yeah uh which one? Oh, where he's come why did you yeah. put that gun together so so quickly come yeah, because yeah. you told me to sir god well, damn it come you're a goddamn genius. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first scene where he's being yelled at and he just kind of makes this funny face. Yes, drill sergeant. <laughs> you know, it's just that that kind of made me chuckle a little bit. Uh-huh. Tom Hanks is just such an engaging performer. Uh, we were talking earlier. It says I don't know if there's a, there's probably kids that don't realize he was used to be a stand up comic. You yeah, know? he's done tons of comedy. He was he used on, to do a sitcom called Bosom Buddies. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. on SNL so many times as a guest host. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in just, fact, he and Sally Field first worked together on a movie called Punchline, where he oh, plays no a stand-up comedian, and she plays a housewife that decides to get into it, and he starts oh, to kind of become her mentor. Damn, that's right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. But I would say that's what the movie did right. Just the, the, the little bits of, mo- of things that did uh, amuse me came pretty much from him. Uh, what I thought this movie did right that impressed me was the, uh, the way Robert Zemeckis and his crew uh, handled so many extras the group shots, oh my God. stuff like that. Yeah. Like the, the ones that weren't digital. The ones that weren't digital, mm-hmm. but the extras work in this movie. You watch movies and you'll have like extras and you're like, man, that person sucks. Like yeah. they're, they're just kind of like, they're barely just now looking at the camera or they're just kind of going through the motions. I can tell when someone's just repeating the alphabet over and over again in an extra scene. Mm-hmm. And like they, they did a good job of layering a lot of these group shots, a lot of these extras in these scenes. Uh, and I think that's not an easy thing to do to nope. to make sure that the whole the entire tapestry of the film, the entire tapestry of the shot, when you're dealing with a lot of elements, and those elements are different people, like handfuls of different people that you need to layer and put in these shots, mm. and to do it skillfully where it isn't distracting, that's really impressive. Uh, so I'm down with that. I think he did. A, they did a really good job with that. Uh, other than that, I do have to echo like the casting of Tom Hanks, the casting of Sally Field yeah. as Mama Gump. I thought was I thought she was really good. Uh, it's tough because she and Tom Hanks. It's almost like the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade kind of situation where they're really much closer in age, and for yeah. her to have to play his mother is like. Okay. Yeah, they're like ten years apart. I think. But I, good but analogy. I, but I buy it. You know, it's like okay. I, but I, I bought this relationship. Um, the the uh, the Washington Mall sequence. Yes, uh, oh. there were a lot of digital extras, but there were some, of course, some people. The there. foreground 
Yeah. Oh. There was a lot of a lot of live action. Jenny wades through the pool and <laughs> is that allowed? Nope. <laughs> no. sure. nope. And the crowd just cheers them on. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> fuck the man. Yeah. You know? Sure enough. Sure. Uh, which is what she does. Ah. <laughs> uh, so what did Forrest Gump do wrong? Oh gosh. I mean like well, I'll just say it. Yes. Say it. It's 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 schmaltzy. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, and maybe this is just the cynic in me coming out. But uh, you know, it, it's not even that it's schmaltzy. It's that to what end? Mm-hmm. Like ultimately, it's kind of meaningless because I'm not able to kind of tie it back to, together into a cohesive theme. No, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. What do you think? Um, the but the thing that pissed me off the most was the goddamn lip syncing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I was surprised to find that that was the thing I found that no, this is what it did wrong because yeah. the technology wasn't there. They shouldn't. It, it's a, it's a creative decision that shouldn't have happened. It's mm-hmm. like the human, the digital humans in Rogue One that should not have been yeah. greenlit. That shouldn't have happened. Um, if you can't do it convincingly, don't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have it doing doing it and trying to make the audience buy it. You might as well have Roger Rabbit there, you know, talking instead of, <laughs> instead of uh, Richard Nixon. It's just I would fucking love this movie hundred percent more. <laughs> Crossover, if Roger Rabbit, Forrest Gump, and Roger and Rabbit. Maybe, maybe this is where Robert Zemeckis. Maybe this was the start of his love affair with the the cartoony dead eyes mocap thing yeah. that happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, Polar Express, with dark times for Zemeckis, Beowulf, yeah. and all that early two thousand shit that he did later. Yeah, is he back to making good films now? What's the I last thing? I, he's think, done? I don't know what the last thing he's done is. I think Castaway was the last good movie he did. No, you know what? Uh, mm-hmm. What lies beneath? I'm actually a huge fan of uh, with uh, that was all right. I forgot that was Harrison Ford. Thank you. What I thought that this movie did wrong, and we've touched on it a few times as well, uh, is the lack of responsibility that they took with creating the Forest character uh, to build this character up, and you know, our our protagonist should go on a journey. Should honestly go on a journey or affect the story in some way, affect the world around him, and not just. You know, not so superficial. Well, not not retcon historical events, right? So that way it fits that something he did, right. like he was responsible for it. Because I'm not impressed with that. I'm not impressed with like, oh, and he was staying at the Watergate, and he, you know, busted Nixon's guys. Right. No, the the story between Forrest and Jenny is what you're setting up in the first quarter of this movie. That that's what's important. This love story about how they connect and their journey to find each other again. And I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with how they handled Forrest. I'm not impressed with how they handled Jenny. They were very irresponsible with both characters. Hmm. And even more importantly, they were irresponsible with us as an audience Hmm. by giving us the razzle-dazzle for an hour and a half of, oh, look at these little historical things. And we did green screen him, and we, we composited him into these different shots. Things that had nothing to do with what his origin is, what his purpose was supposed to be, and where he ended up in the movie. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter, ultimately. And that's why I was saying, like, you wasted two hours of my time just to put us back around on that park bench. Right where we started. And yeah. we never really did anything of consequence. There was nothing, no connection that was really made other that's than the those it's... two minutes where he's with Jenny and she does something and makes a bad decision and goes off this way and then has sex with him and that's what leads to them having their kid. Because but we're like, all just feathers but, floating through time and space, my, Joe. The, we have friend, no meaning. We're dust in the wind. Uh, and she sings the song. Yeah. No, but but yeah. they're just it's very irresponsible. It's an irresponsible movie. That being said, I still recommend it because oh sure, I watch the movie. It's I don't, not bad I don't filmmaking it when I'm watching it. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this is entertaining. It was an I'm easy watch. It is an easy watch. 
Um, I don't hate the film. Joe, Joe, I just hate... Lauren shaking his head. I hate that it lacks the responsibility that it should have right. to tell a story, to be someone's autobiographical story, but it ends up not being their story. It's history and how they fit into it. Oh, but then, by the way, we're throwing this little love story in at the last minute, and it's so needlessly tragic. Like, it's, here, feel something. Feel something, please. <laughs> there you go. It Oscar does feel bait. a little, Oscar yeah. bait. Yeah. Feel this. Yeah. Well, and... Uh, Something I thought of after finishing the movie and I was taking tons of notes, I thought, okay, so the one historic, yeah, uh, him affecting history wittingly, unwittingly, you know, mm-hmm. as it goes, you know, I liked the bit with the, the, the face on the t shirt, have a nice day. It's, I, that kind of made me chuckle. Implausible. It, yeah, but it made me think of like, uh, this is like Sherman and Peabody type shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. If they'd embrace that, that could, it's could have been a really clever Just movie. Just made a, made a flat out comedy out of it. Well, without the tr- human tragedy. Yeah, but I mean, well, not necessarily that. It just could have been done more cleverly. If you're going to have, uh, I mean, they thought they were being clever with the John Lennon thing, and even I think the first time again, yeah, this is the second time I've seen too? this movie. Yeah, okay. uh, but I remember. I think I, the first time I saw this, I think I laughed at the Watergate joke. Oh, these guys are keeping me awake with these flashlights. Okay, I thought that was, but this time I just kind of groaned. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, because you but, knew it was coming. Yeah, that's that's true. But I'd forgotten about the t-shirt gag. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of funny. There you go. But it's just, uh, it made me think of Sherman and Peabody. They were going through history and, oh, well, if you do this, you just say, hey, that's a good idea. You know, <laughs> I, yeah, I could have appreciated that maybe. So you don't recommend people take a look at this movie? I did not expect, I didn't know what I was going to think when I mm-hmm. saw this again. This um, is literally the second time you've seen it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It just didn't do anything for me the first time. I didn't, but... I really didn't enjoy it this time. I just, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I made you watch. Oh it again. no, no, I, this, it was a good experience for me. It was. Uh, I was. I'm not really sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, now we have a complete episode out of it. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad to be able to. I, I was really afraid of talking with it, talking with you guys about it because I thought I'd be. You thought we're just going to be effusive. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're just a heartless robot. No, Lord, no, you no. Don't, That's uh, Joe. <laughs> he plays that role. We that's already have one of them. That's what those. I do. That's why I'm the contrary. He hates Unbreakable. I'm the contrarian. Uh, but I just thought, uh, I was like, okay, it's not just me. And mm-hmm. even reading on Wikipedia, this is a polarizing film. Yes. What it says, okay, it's not just me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think what you bring up are, you know, I, I would still recommend people check this movie out. But it's a culture. I mean, it was a phenomenon of it, the 90s. It, it's, it's, it's still a phenomenon because I think that the movie, if it didn't do anything else, it paved the way for other innovations that we see in film now. Mm-hmm. Like you pointed out Rogue One. And it started with Forrest Gump. Yep. You know, so... And I hope it stops. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> I, I can't disagree with you there. Oh, I really my God. Don't, I don't need to see a CG Carrie Fisher or... Uh, Tarkin. Uh, Tarkin. I can't remember his name now for the life of me. Uh, we don't need to see that. Just put somebody in a costume and have or them be the character. Or don't use them. Don't have them turn yeah. around where you see their face. I yes. was I was literally watching Rogue One going, that. please don't turn around. Please don't turn around. Oh, gosh, he turned He around. fucking turned around. <laughs> of course he did. That fucking Both CG team is like, no, we're going to show you. We're very proud of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you like, shouldn't be. Shouldn't in, be. In, <laughs> in 10 years, we're going to look at that and people are going to be like, that looks so fucking It's going to be the Forrest Gump of 2016. Yeah. Yes, it is. I Rogue One. In, Rogue in 2016, one. I'm looking at this going, this looks really bad. <laughs> uh, all right. So if we were going to remake mm. uh, Forrest Gump today, how would we do that? I think we all recast the same five cast right. members, right? Well, then Characters. Let's, uh, we, we can go around. Go around in a circle here. We'll start at the bottom with the... Uh, well, you, you want, let's let our guests go first. I've kind of got a theme. Oh, then let's let um, our guests go last. 
I don't know if I should do them all at once or let you guys go first. Themes but. usually work better all at once. All Joe, at did once, you do yeah, a so theme? How about you and I go back and forth, do our thing, and then we'll let him we'll save the best for last. I like it. a little out of left field. Uh, well, we didn't really talk much about Bubba, but he's my low man on the totem pole. You, Benjamin well. Buford Blue. You got it. Yeah, I've got Bubba on Bowl here. shrimp. Shrimp uh-huh. kebab, shrimp salad, shrimp creole, grilled fried shrimp. shrimp. I do. It's talking of moments that made me laugh. I did get a chuckle out of that when we cut to the three scenes and he's still continually listing. And then finally, he's like, "That's about it. That's about it." <laughs> That's about I it. see. I like the part where uh, where Lieutenant Dan's like, "What's wrong with your mouth?" And he's like, "Got big lips." <laughs> he's like, "Well, you better pull that thing in." <laughs> gonna, Is that what he says? <laughs> yes. He says I don't remember that part. Get, get, get caught in a tripwire. Get, get caught in a <laughs> trap. Like, that I remember. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, I remember him just saying, "I got big lips." That's terrible. I got big lips. Uh, my Bubba is uh, Jordan Peele of Key and Peele fame. <laughs> that's really good. That's in fact, I think that's better than mine. I went with John Boyega. Oh, nice! Oh, that'd be good too. Yeah, I'm I don't to, know. I, I like Jordan Peele. I'm trying man. to picture that. John Boyega as Bubba. Yeah. What, what is his English accent? Like, we have to go back to Vietnam <laughs> <laughs> for a droid. We're going back for a droid. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, now I can picture it. Uh, <laughs> they're flying uh, spaceships through Vietnam. Yeah, I've got uh, Mama Gump. Uh, Mama Gump. Yeah, Mama Gump. I, I went with Julianne Moore. Oh my God, she was my also ran. Oh, was she? Yeah. Holy but shit! I went with the Ashley Judd instead. Ashley Judd. She's already got the accent. She's just a shitty actress, but she does have the ac- accent. Aww. Ashley Judd. She's pretty bad. Have you ever seen a Time to Kill? Yes. She's horrible in that fucking movie. Okay. Exhibit A. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Uh, I cannot take credit for this. This is a Jenna poll, but she went with Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Look at that. We both have Force Force Awakens, guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dude, I'm surprised you didn't go this way because I think of all the times we've recast this guy, this is probably the most most appropriate. JGL. Joseph Gordon Levitt as As Lieutenant Lieutenant Dan? Dan. Yes. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thing. Man, I don't really. I don't see it. I I totally see it. What especially what part? where he's like the part where he's like in the wheelchair and he's pissed off at Forrest yeah. Gump because he he stole his stole him away from Destiny. He so cheated like, him out of Destiny, and then the bit where he's lucky. on top of the boat and he's like, "Yes, this will be a stretch for okay. him." All right, all right, I see it. He could do it. He could, he could do, do anything. anything. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, who we do? I like we have, it. We have our top two now. Let's do Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> Everybody else says, "Why not?" I went with <laughs> Jennifer. Jennifer Lawrence, J Law, that's my Jenny. I went with Rachel McAdams. Ooh, there you go. Mm-hmm. I love her. I think they're both kind of of the same ilk. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I'd like to see either. Uh, of them. And so that leaves us with Forrest Gump. It sure does. Um, there was uh, Jenna's uh, initial reaction was uh, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> she was like, "He's got the accent." Our <laughs> <laughs> like, mom always said, "Life was like life. a box of chocolates." Mom always said, "I get older, I they get stay older, the same they stay age." The same age. <laughs> I would fucking love that so much. But instead, I went with, uh, again, I mentioned I had just seen Split and watching James McAvoy play all those different uh, personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no doubt that he could play a, uh, a Forrest Gump. A schizophrenic yeah. Forrest Gump. That's mm-hmm. pretty that's good. Right. I mean, I the argument has been made that he is schizophrenic that in this movie. That might be a better take, if that were more obvious. Yeah. yeah. Um, I went with Ryan Gosling. Because oh. he looks a little touched. He does. He looks a little slow. He is. But he's got a sexy body, though. And <laughs> just like Tom Hanks. Just like Tom Hanks. That <laughs> sexy body. So, uh, yeah. You know, I, I went like with that. that. Oh, my, that's why you went Rachel McAdams. My as director well, huh? is, uh, is Dan Fogelman, who mm. did that dirty, sexy love or whatever with uh, Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell. Oh, shit, yeah. And I think oh, Julianne that's great. Moore was in that, too. Wait, you're talking about crazy, stupid love? Crazy, stupid yeah, love. There you go. Crazy, there you go. sexy, stupid, 
stupid nice. sexy love. Steve Carell. Yeah. Damn, I didn't pick a director, but uh, I bet I can come up with one if uh, if I vamp a little bit or somebody ah, vamps for me. Just fucking. If I vamp George, a George Lucas. George Lucas. There you go. No, no, I'll come up with something. But let's hear Spe- your recast. Speaking of revisionist history, because <laughs> the romance in this movie is just about as real as Anakin and Padme. Yeah. Uh, I don't like sand. All right. Uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> It, it gets, gets everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> even in the butt talks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so life so, is like a no. box of power converters. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm picturing when he gets his legs cut off. Something jump up and bend me. <laughs> jumped up and now, now I went to Mustafar to find Padme. <laughs> She was pregnant with Forrest Jr. <laughs> it was twins. Okay, I'll stop. I'll show myself. Let's hear it, Lord. What you got? Okay, so... Uh, You've been so, very proud of this, I should mention. He texted me a, a week ago after watching it. The, and, night, uh, the d- morning after I watched it. I'm like, I got stop it. bragging. <laughs> a little humble brag. Let's hear it. So, okay, so I was saying that we've all... I've been relieved and, you know, and thinking that I wasn't alone. I might be alone here in my thinking here on my recast. Ooh. Um I just can't take the script or the material or anything seriously almost at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I was just really rolling. Uh, there was a quote from Slant Magazine. Uh, That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought, too, actually. Uh, it was published uh, a few years ago on the movie's 20th anniversary, and there's an article, just kind of a retrospective. Um, but it said, it might hit you right in the feels even as you're rolling your eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that... That uh, says to the I agree with that. of this thing, but I can't. I didn't really feel very much watching this. Okay. I'm sorry Fair to enough. say. I'm, I just, I have to say honestly. So the only thing I could think of to do to recast this is just make it a flat out comedy. Yeah, there we go. Uh, the guy, hapless guy, goes through history, affecting mm-hmm. things, maybe slipping on banana peels and shit mm-hmm. like that. You know, whoops! Uh, you know, got Nixon fired. You know. Uh, <laughs> So, um, starting with... Uh, there goes the Big Bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just... And, you know, maybe... You know, maybe some little cartoon music as, as things happen. And, it's like a goofy cartoon. Yeah. I mean, oh, I messed up creation. <laughs> well, oh, gosh. Gorsh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of to do with it. So, okay. the more I thought about it, the more I thought, yeah... Yeah, that, that's about the time I texted Joel. I got it. Love it. So Eureka. Uh, so Bubba, or if mm-hmm. it's Japanese, it's Eureka. <laughs> <laughs> or it's bonsai. And bonsai. <laughs> uh, so Bubba, uh, you know, he's just kind. Of, I just see him as kind of a cartoonish character. Just not much depth to him. His mom is sweet, but whatever. She's not in the movie much. Uh, he just has a you know just juts his jaw out and says and. I'm again, no goddamn subtlety in playing a slower, dumber character. Just they just have to make him sound ridiculous. So let's have him played by Kevin Hart. You know, nice, <laughs> nice. Do a ridiculous voice or a facial tick or, or something. Just, yeah. Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. Or just be himself. You know, just be Kevin Hart. I love he it. could do something really creative with it. Love uh, this. Uh, let's see who's next. Mama Gump. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Oh, Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant. Yeah. Well, my, okay. I okay, think Lieutenant Dan. Wherever you want to go. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Um, so uh, he's just, uh, he's kind of just wild-eyed and crazy mm-hmm. and uh, just a little bit over the top. The closest thing 
to a real character, I would say, in this with a real arc. I would agree. Something True. that I kind of did. Mm-hmm. Something I kind of did he feel. Had, something. He was the only one with an arc. I just did see feel a little something for him, especially mm-hmm. toward the end when he shows up at the wedding. Hey, Forrest. I got oh yeah, legs. yeah. That was kind of nice. Um, but again, it's a comedy, so it's going to have him be over the top, and then let's make him just flat out obnoxious. Let's have him played by uh, Ken Jong. No, from The Hangover, <laughs> and had a small part in Transformers Three as well. Oh, that's awesome! Um, role models, and you know, since he's oh, Korean American, maybe he's his ancestors did fought, fight in the Korean War. Hey, there you go, <laughs> uh, Mama Gump. I'm sorry to disagree because you know Uh-oh. we all have a shared experience with uh, you know losing our mom, and uh-huh. I just didn't feel for Mama Gump. Uh, mm-hmm. I just. I don't like the character at all. Yeah. I think, uh, she, first of all... Did it turn you off that she slept with the principal? Yes! principal? Yeah, yeah. That's yes! something that I can't Very quite awkward. get around. And that happened right after. It's like, Mom, I'm named after me, the great KKK. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> so right off the bat, I'm like, Mama, I wrote down, Mama Gup sucks. <laughs> yeah. Your mama sure does love you. after him because it's a reminder that we all make decisions dumb, that dumb we're not mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean... You're expected to take this scene seriously? No. Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> so um, let's have her just, you know. That's why they, they hide. They, they bury that in the beginning of the movie. So that way, by the time you get to two and a half hours later, like, you've ah, completely right. forgotten about it. But it's, I've it's, completely it's played for it. laughs. And I was just like, oh, my God. I was just like, no. <laughs> no. I don't buy this at all. <laughs> and, and so it's just like, so instead of meek, humble, you know, quiet Sally Field, let's just exaggerate her. Let's make her play it by brash, loudmouth uh, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> That's awesome. You're no different than anybody else, Forrest. <laughs> Don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise, you little piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, all she does is she she states the obvious to uh-huh. Forrest, and she might as well be just looking right at the 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 audience and saying he's no different than anybody else you assholes i love it she played a good mother character in that uh movie uh with bill murray what was it called saint uh saint vincent saint vincent yeah she's fantastic in that that. i'm sure she has i haven't seen much of her work i'm just i'm sure she has more range um (laughs) so now we're up to jenny jenny um again i just don't like this character, I, it sounds like none of us. You're not supposed like to really character. like her, I think. Um, she's uh, she's a two dimensional character. There's nothing much to her. Uh, maybe we could make a little, make her a little more lively. Let's have her played by uh, Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Um, oh no. Who might be really quiet? All of a sudden, she'll say something. Got a, a punchline. Yep. You know, oh, bam. Like or maybe she'll giggle. Or something. I just wanted her to say my punchline. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be real quiet, and then yeah. you know, we just state the subtext in this remake. I yeah. like that. Because there was none anyway in the original movie. Exactly. True. So. Here we go. Um, this so is what we've been Forrest leading up Gump, to. The titular character, mm-hmm. Joe likes to say. Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll Mama be said. Terry Crews. I was like a what? box of chocolates. <laughs> I'll be black. <laughs> oh, if it was Terry Crews. It would be, I'll be. Whatever. Uh, so somebody likable. And then also somebody who can do some, you know. These just say these kind of ridiculous lines with mm-hmm. a funny voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about Alan Tudyk, the funny guy? Alan from oh my god, that's amazing! Alan that's a lot of Disney good. voices these days, and you know yes, Tucker or King Dale? Candy. Which one is? Yeah, he? exactly. <laughs> Don't you know? I think he's Tucker. Yeah. Don't you know? <laughs> I'm Forrest Gump. Oh my god, that's great! Oh, yeah. I, I love that. I run a kingdom full of boxes of chocolates. <laughs> he was also the voice of Hey Hey in Moana. 
which oh, I was the Yet voice of the chicken. Again, Disney. He's the Damn Disney it. guy now. Yeah. The voice of Good the robot. In, uh, Good for him. Good yeah. for you. Full wash. So, again. Nicely done. A, thank you. So, um, who's who's directing this? Uh, this would be Paul Feig. Paul Feig. There you go. Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. And yeah. we would just beat you over the head with all this bullshit, you know, stuff that you're not supposed to take seriously anyway. You know. Nothing would be subtle. I love the movie Spy. You've seen that Spy, is, right? That is pretty good. Spy? I have not seen it's it. It's pretty solid. Do yourself Sorry. a favor. Thanks, Mom. Do yourself a favor and see this movie. <laughs> it was called funny. Spy. I kind of want to, really actually. funny. I, I heard your review of it. You and uh, Jeff talked about yes. it. And uh, kind of made... It's one of the trends from listening to your show the last couple of years, especially, is just... Uh, Oh, you make me want to see this now. Yeah. So, Dude, I really actually, enjoyed your reviews of the movies that you watched, like The Lone Ranger. Yeah. And, uh, Last was, Action Hero. You. Did Last you finally Hero. see that one? I did, yeah. yeah. Uh, Less I, enthusiastic about that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy The Lone Ranger. I think it was maybe built up a little, for me, it was built up a no, little bit too much. For me, too. But I did enjoy it. I did <laughs> it buy the soundtrack. definitely built up by Joe. Soundtrack's great. I did buy the soundtrack. I love it. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah, that extended William Tell overture at the yeah. end. Yeah, really oh, just that nonstop, dude. Week. That sequence, that <laughs> sequence must, is fucking you, phenomenal. You great. must shower in like ninety seconds if that's your soundtrack <laughs> while you're getting ready in the morning. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm picturing a sped up like thing where I've always listened to a lot of soundtrack music, and it just does the thing that like streamingsoundtracks.com, great site. Ah. Uh, at least if it's still up. One. I used to have it on when I'd play MMOs back in like the early 2000s. I'd have that site on in the background with my headphones I've on. I've got a mm. channel of it on my Pandora. So uh, great. I've got several movie soundtracks. But anyway, uh, just it it gave me goosebumps listening to that. Yeah. It's just like, cool. this is really good. Well, awesome. I'm glad we could so introduce... So thank you for introducing stuff that I probably wouldn't have known about. You're welcome. You know, that's what we do here. Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, just guys, like you've introduced uh, Joel to Samurai Cop, Samurai and, Samurai Cop and it's Samurai a wonderful sequel. Too. I'm less Wait. enthusiastic about this <laughs> about <things. the> sequel. <laughs> Guys, if you have any thoughts about uh, what movie did we watch, Forrest Gump, <laughs> and if it's Forrest, any, anything, Forrest Gump. Forrest, Forrest Gump. My name is Forrest uh, Gump. If you have any thoughts about Forrest Gump, if, if you think that Forrest we're Gump. way off base, or if you've got something you'd like to add, if you want to send uh, us hate mail, or, or send if, Lord Burnson hate mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you have any uh, thoughts about movies that you'd like us to watch in the future, you can always let us know on Facebook. Uh, just put in the uh, the little search bar, the editing bay. That's going to bring up an image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and uh, it'll take you to our page, and that's where you could talk back to us uh, and let us know what you're thinking. Uh, we've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It is editingbay.com. When you go there, you're going to find links to all of our social networks, links back to the Facebook page there, also our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. Please follow us there. And when you do follow us, you're always going to be the first to know what movies we have coming up next. And uh, um, Well, that's pretty much it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> But also on our website, uh, you can support the show. We've got a little merch page there. You want to buy a t-shirt. Uh, we also have an archive section where you can listen to all of our past episodes. As I mentioned previously, we're fast approaching episode 200 Ooh. coming up in a few months here. We're going to do something big for the 200th episode. Damn. Uh, hopefully, that'll uh, be giving access to the first 100 episodes yeah. on iTunes, but we'll find out. Um, and then also uh, uh, pics of us and our, our past live show. All of that and more. On editingbay.com. All right, guys. Well, if you go to the uh, our Twitter account and uh, and PM Joel the title of this movie that we've just talked about this week, Forrest Gump, mm -hmm. uh, he'll send you a what well, you could be chosen. Mm -hmm. uh, you you get a a download code, and all we ask is that you send us a review of the movie that you choose. Yeah, what do we have? We've, we've got fences. <clears throat> we've we got fences. Uh, the arrival. The arrival, arrival. Which uh, man, I'm gonna grab that one up if it doesn't get taken. No, no, you don't. No, I can't. You don't want. No, to. I heard it was good. Mm. It was nominated for best picture. Mm. 
How Joe, if there's anything I know about the Oscars, it's that they only nominate <laughs> the, quality the best films. movies as best like, picture. Like Forrest Gump. Uh, you know, exactly. maybe maybe go for it and I'll just get us another one to replace it. All right. Uh yeah, guys, go and leave us a rating and a review on the podcasting app if you have an Apple device. Should be right there. You, if you're listening to this on your Apple device right now, click on the app that you're listening to uh and go to the search function, put in the editing bay, uh tap on our logo. And that's where you can leave us a five-star rating and a review. And then when you're done with that, let your friends know about the show. Help us grow this thing out. If you've got an Android device, no worries. You can subscribe to us through iTunes by using the Podcast Addict and Podcast Republic applications. So next week. Yeah. This is your pick this time, Joe. There's a little movie coming out this, this weekend okay. called The Dark Tower. I'm familiar it's with it. It's very... <laughs> It's based on the book series. It's been very influential to me. Yeah, you're a big uh, Stephen like King. The, the first adult book, big boy book that I ever read mm-hmm. Without was, pictures? was The Drawing of the Three, which is part two of this book series. So I kind of started this this book series out of order. Mm. So I read the the second book, and I, at first I was lost. I was like, what, what the I... fuck is going on? <laughs> what is this? And then went back and read The Gunslinger, and then read through Drawing of the Three, and then kind of got back on track. Uh, so yeah, there's a little movie coming out based on that called The Dark Tower with Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, he? It's, it's Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. And and Idris Elba, mm-hmm. who's a fantastic actor. If you've ever seen the series Luther on uh, uh, British television, as they like to call it, the or BBC. Pacific Rim, perhaps? At Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. He cancels the apocalypse, That's right. even though there's a sequel to the movie coming out. Uh, so that means the apocalypse refused to be canceled. <laughs> it was uh, just postponed, apparently. Yeah, the apparently there was had its, uh, had, was renewed. Apocalypse had a, a, a crowdfunding campaign, <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it Matt's goal. <laughs> They're keeping it warm. Check out our Indiegogo page. Uh, no, but uh, Idris Elba was in a movie, and I don't know if you've seen this yet or not. And if you've seen it, we might have to pick something else. But there's a movie called The Losers. No, with Chris Evans. Uh, uh, the guy who uh, who played Negan in uh, The Walking yeah, Dead, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Dean Morgan uh, and Idris Elba, Jason Patrick's in it. What? It's based on a DC comic book series called The Losers. Um, Must have come out in the last yeah it, five it, years or so. 2010. There you go. Okay. 2010. Zoe yeah. Saldana. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what I'd like to do is watch The Losers. In celebration of Idris Elba's role in the gunslinger in the new Dark Tower movie. Nice. Now, you have seen this film. I have seen this film. What, what, give me a setup. I have no idea what it's about. Uh, I'm not going to give you anything. Oh, okay. No, so I shouldn't I, read I this description Don't read the here? description. Just watch the movie. Interesting. All right. Not yeah. even the trailer? And and you know what? You, yeah, go ahead and watch the trailer. Okay. And did you see that we got threatened? They threatened to take our page down? Oh, not only did we get threatened, they did. I, I, I Oh, yeah. So, listeners, by the way, last week we promised we would put uh, reaction videos uh, yeah. of uh, Joe watching the Ready Player One trailer. And myself watching the um, the leaked the leaked. footage from the Infinity War. Yes, trailer. and so one That's of those is up happens. on our Facebook page. The other one I was struggling with for 24 hours. I would put it up. It got taken down because they were tagging the audio. Uh-huh. So I removed the audio in sections, and it was up for a little while. Some people saw it, commented on it. But uh, ultimately, uh, Disney slash Marvel is not having any of it. So. No. Um, <laughs> Maybe at some point uh, you'll be able to see it when they finally release the actual trailer. Yeah. Even Which, though there's no there's no footage or audio, there is footage and audio. Oh, but it I, it should still be protected because it's commentary. It's it's uh, I'm it, it's newsworthy. Fair, fair rights, exactly. Fair use. But yeah. because it was unreleased and leaked footage, uh, oh. 
that's well, that's what happened because I was going crazy the other day. Where the hell is that video? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because you saw they, it, right? Well, I saw the posting. I got a notification that said uh, they posted it. Yep. And uh, yeah. so, apologies, listeners, but uh, maybe soon. Sure. You'll see that <laughs> Hopefully. I thought uh, I was losing my mind. <laughs> no. Well, you, that doesn't mean you're not losing your mind. <laughs> it's, that it's could just still not be possible. This. Or this haven't already. Just lost unrelated. It. This is not a, a reason. I'm the guy who um, hates Forrest Gump. So uh, no. <laughs> So, okay, so next week we're going to talk about The Losers. Nice. And uh, I don't know. I think this is on Netflix. I think you can check it out on Netflix. We'll find it. Uh, if not, yeah, you find it somewhere. I'm excited. That's a hell of a cast. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good cast, and I, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised by the film. Yeah. And you don't tell me well, what to think, Joe. Listeners. Uh, so with that, Lauren, thank you so much for Dude, joining us on this. Great job. Special elongated episode <laughs> yeah. of The Editing Bay. Thank you. I feel like I don't even need to be here. I feel like he could just take over. I feel that way, me. too. <laughs> even when he's not here. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jeff, thank you very much, sir. Ugh. Joel, always a pleasure. I pleasure mean that sincerely. Is all mine. Guys, we'll see you next week for The Losers. Thanks. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.